Welcome to the Unofficial Controller Podcast, your weekly gaming podcast, episode 157, ranking the PlayStation exclusives with me, George, and as always this week, joined by Bobby, no, Bobby's Bobby's sleeping off a hangover, Seb and RGT, who are Nathan Drake to my fat princess. How's it going, guys? Doing really well, thank you. Yeah. Excellent stuff. Well, as I said in the intro there, Bobby's not with us this week, I think he's once again living this celebrity lifestyle i mean i mean a little i'm a little concerned that he's revelioed so many times that he's actually made turn <laughs> himself invisible um but he slithered in like a snake last week and he's slithered out like a snake this week so gentlemen let's not mess around because today's episode is a beer moth right it's huge mm-hmm. and that's is not that how it- y'all say behemoth over there I don't even know how I say it anymore, Seb. Are we, are we back to uh, the feaster and the face? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was about exactly. to say a beer moth was a strange sort of child of a bee and a moth. Uh, <laughs> could be quite a dangerous, stingy nighttime adventure if you're not careful. But uh, I think we need Odders to come in. So come in in your little tykes, car, yellow roof, red wheels, no, red body, white wheels. Scooting with your legs like a Flintstone mobile. As I ask these gentlemen, what you've been playing? And let's start with Seb. Give me a fast and loose overview of your gaming week. All right, man. Um, I know we got a big meaty show right right on on the top, so I'm kind of gonna rush through this. But I have been playing a game that I might think might be the indie game of the year, and I. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. It is a game that you do know. This is a precursor to every indie game that you play. No, 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 no. You're like the one man hype machine. You build it up. What is this game? Said this game is called Doomed to Hell, and it is essentially it is a twin shooter um, version of Hades. Oh, oh my goodness! Like I basically attention. Oh, so. I, I booted this up after seeing the trailer and I was just like, oh, okay, I, I kind of get what this is. And then I played it and then like the the general gist, it kind of flips itself in a different direction than the trailer like portrays itself to be because like basically it's a twin shooter. You basically like um, knock out all the single like enemies that come to and come at you. You're trapped in hell just like um, Zacharias was in Hades, but like mm-hmm. and the basic thing is it's a battle royale, so to speak, where like the devil himself comes and says, we're overbooked, you know, last man standing rules, you know, and the last man standing gets to go back up to to earth. So you um, are trapped in the and trapped in hell, so to speak. And you have like le- it's levels just like Hades. And you basically get different guns as you progress through as you progress through the levels, just like Hades, like after the end of like one level or one room you get an option of a power up after that after that level is over so it Mm. might be like it might be like a power up of um additional strength additional speed or additional like um additional defense and then you move on to the next level and after every five levels you get a you go to a shop room and at that shop room you get an 
like okay like you get to spend all the gold you've earned so far where there would be like for a shotgun for a assault rifle for different things sort of like that mm. so it's almost like a, sh- a twin shooter version to the t of hades and as you get like higher up through your run like the guns get more crazy and the enemies get more crazy and this has boss fights just like hades and i'm like this is hades almost to the t except you know not quite as like pristine and polished as far as an overall package as what super giant presents out but if you like something that's on the smaller scale that has that same hades dna then this fits that build to the t and i'm like it's it's so much like hades with that twin shooters like twist that it that it feels just different enough but it feels so similar enough to where you're like oh this still scratch that itch like this feels like i'm playing hades except you know without like the the art style without that music that made Hades like the prestigious polished product that it is. So I'm like, it just feels like a 2D, uh, a 2D indie version of an indie game, you know? Yeah, you are speaking my language, young man. What's that called? It's called Doom to Hell. And I kid you not, I I was given um, by the way, uh, I was given the code by for review by the developing team, and they I like. As soon as I started playing this, I had to stop after like an hour and I sent them an email and was just like, I need to speak to the developers like immediately, like immediately. I'm like, I need the I need these guys on the single player experience podcast because like I think they may have made something special. If more people play this game, I guarantee that this game is going to be at the Game Awards this year. What's, what's that on? What format is that on? Sir? I played it. Um, I believe it's on everything but i played it on xbox series x but i know it's also a steam game let me so i making sure that i don't misquote myself let me see or while seb burrows down to find out the details for that game rgt let's keep things moving along tell me what you've been playing uh it's been a bit busy week so gaming has been a bit lacking this week which i know is terrible for a podcast host but i have been a bit more legacy um, I'm about now. We've got the new PlayStation update. You can see your uh, progress in percentage. Now. I'm about eighty-two percent through the story. I think something like that now. So I'm getting getting towards the end of that. And I've also this is really random. I dusted off me PlayStation Classic this week because um, that's been uh, breathed upon, as they say. Um, so literally, been, or yeah, I had to blow the dust off. No, uh, that's been, <laughs> no, it's um, uh, so I've got all. Mime and everything on there. So I've been playing a load of old shooters on the uh, PlayStation Classic, as only I would. So 1941, I've been loving playing that again on Mame. So I've been. So you've hacked your PlayStation Classic? Yes. You filled it full of bar top tat. No, it's got. um, These are all games I own copies of, by the way. um there's um that's got it goes up to about dreamcast on there it's got psp on that's got um what we've got dreamcast psp ps1 um it's got some it hasn't got ps2 on but it's got mame it's got arcade it's got nez snez mega drive mars system sg1000 um it's got game boy game boy advanced game gear yeah that's all on there so basically the shed compressed down into a piece of plastic. Yes. Yeah. No disrespect to the shed or the now bulging internal memory of the PlayStation 1 Classic, but yeah. quite a lot of tat you're not going to play. 
So, yes. so what made you zero down on these shooters? What I, what Kool-Aid were you sipping at? Um, I, because time's been limited this week, I thought I'd need to do some gaming. I love the old school shooters, and I love 1941. And I suddenly thought, oh, I've got that on the uh, my little classic. So, And it's easier to have at home, just put it underneath the, the big screen, and away I go. The only thing I have found... <laughs> the PlayStation Classic controller, the lead is about six inches long. So I'm staring at a 65 inch screen from <laughs> six inches away. Mm-hmm. It does tend to get a bit trippy on Count the eyeballs, those pixels. <laughs> what yeah. is it just like a USB female that you could female to male and just get a six foot long extension cord? Would that work for you? Or is it like a, is it bespoke connectors in there? I've never really looked at it. You can use a, I've, I have um, ordered another USB extension. Um, I wanted to use because I've got one of the um, uh, 8-bit do USB controllers that they just they're not accepted on the PlayStation Classic. They're very funny. I think you can pretty. I think you can now get a dongle, but mine is a wired one, so I couldn't use that. So you can uh, hack it, but God forbid you use a controller. Yeah, I think 8-bit do have done a dongle now, so you can use the wireless um, one. But um, I've got the wired one, so yeah, that, that that isn't accepting that. So I've had to use the original controller. So I just need an ex- get me extender, and then I can save my eyeballs a bit (laughs) mrs rgt happy about your cord extension coming in well until she trips over and rips it out of the tv yeah she'll be fine (laughs) and volleys it into the kitchen that'll be fine yeah needs an original (laughs) xbox breakout connector so she doesn't break her spine on on the games room floor yeah but yeah that's that's been pretty much me i'm sorry that's a bit bit of a weak effort for me this week but well i'm gonna i'm gonna take you on a journey of intrigue mystery as always um so i played a bit more hogwarts legacy i think i'm i'm buttoned right up to the 90 percent of the way through so mm. you know i think i'll wipe its face clean next week which is a great feeling um i'm not gonna rest too much on that we've had some feedback on the discord like you know you say you enjoy it and then you spend six hours slating it and i think it's probably more unrealized potential and yeah, yeah you know definitely. sort of magic robbing moments some of the rep- uh, repetition is a little extreme but yeah, other than that, I've decided to burrow into a bit more Last of Us 2, burrow into a little bit more, um, uh, well, <laughs> dusted off Red Dead, didn't I? <laughs> yeah, couldn't help myself, Red Dead. What, the Redemption original? 1 or 2? 2. two. Oh, this oh, time okay. last year, I think I played through and finished 1, and for some reason, Christ compelled me to, to dust off 2. I just still... Mm, just a beautiful, beautiful game. And One of I my think... best memories of that game is when, sorry to interrupt, but when when I played that game, I bought a strategy guide for that. And I went off and I spent two weeks in my real time just going off, finding all the legendary fish. And I'd what make my way up into the snowy mountains, find a fish, make a camp, get some food, Hunt that fish out, and that was some of the best gaming I've ever done. I think in memories, memories wise, that was absolutely fantastic. That game, you could just lose yourself in that. You're talking about take my money. If they put the original Red Dead One in that Red Dead Two engine, ah, oh, oh, they got they got to, haven't they? I I will say one thing. When I I really love Red Dead One when it first came out on Xbox and PS3. Uh, going back to it last year, it it feels empty. And it yeah. feels very much, even compared to a game like Bully, it was because I played Bully and went straight into Red Dead 1, and it was kind of like, 
It was a bit lacking. And it was a bit 1980s arcade as in the, the infill jobs that you could do, like throwing the horseshoes and bits and bobs. It didn't have that. I guess it didn't have the GTA Online cash behind it, which was obviously bankrolled uh, Red Dead 2 a fair amount. But the mm. uh, just the finishing details and the attention to detail and the characterization, you don't need me to wax on about that game, so I won't. Um, trying to think, I downloaded baseball, but I didn't get around to playing it. A little bit more of a Gran Turismo fiddle about in VR as well, which was uh, very rewarding. Yes. Yeah. The more you sit down and play that, you know, you go into the the mode where you walk around the cars. Just really, really nice. Uh, but let's not dwell on this. Uh, Seb, have you got us the details of this indie gem that you've got? Oh, yeah. Um, it's Game available. Yeah, it's available on PS5, Nintendo Switch, PS4, Xbox One, PC, and Xbox Series X and X. So pretty just much rem- everything. Just remind us the name again so everyone can go and download it and get onto this hot tip doomed to hell and i you know i have a section now in the discord where you can kind of um see some of these so i'll be posting my full review on on that (laughs) nice even Uh, more i have a little bit of an afternoon siesta i wake up and all of a sudden the discord's upside down i don't know what's going on anymore but if you ever needed uh a reason to join up it's the it's the indie and hidden gems section nice little review from both of these characters nice heads up to either dig into the ebay machine dust off the loft or get yourself on one of these hot marketplaces uh while we're here i'm feeling brave i'm feeling like prance uh prance princess fat princess is going to get mm-hmm. its throat slit about <laughs> 10 seconds into the uh so i think we could make up some time rgt if you're yes. not prepared get prepared Oh, I'm prepared. Oh, I'm always prepared. RGT, yeah. He isn't like the Lone Ranger. <laughs> Riding on down. <laughs> to bring hidden gems to me. Beautiful. Said, so don't worry. I'm working on an equally as <laughs> for a song for, <laughs> for the indie gem. I don't uh, know if I'm worried in the other way or not. I think you should be. It strikes fear into most podcasters, so I should. I'd like to think you're quaking in fear. RGT, okay. without any further ado, yes. Um, this week's one um, developed by Microsoft mm. for the OG Xbox, mm. and I think I... to be fair, I think I say this is a hidden gem. I think if you're if you're an Xbox fan in a day, I think you probably knew of this game and you might have even played it. But I think if you're new to collecting for the Xbox, it seems to go on the radar a bit. So I think this is an uh, absolute must have this game. It's a future it's a- frenzy. No, this oh, one is, wow. this one is, <laughs> that's it. George is gone. Uh, this is a arcade flying game. Arcade flying game. Mm. So it's mm. flying, but it's not a sim. Is it launch? Is it the launch? Is it those backwards aeroplanes set in a post-apocalyptic future with islands in it? Is it Crimson Skies? It certainly is, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Crimson Skies. And I don't see, I think people know the game, but you never see many people playing it. Um, That's really good game. It's cheap enough to buy. It's got a good little story to it. Graphically, very good for the OG Xbox. I mean, you can pick this up five to 
10 bucks, you know, that's worth buying. If you if you're collecting for the Xbox now or you started, this is an absolute must have game for the original Xbox. That's an exclusive. You'll only get it on there. Um, really, really good game. And there's some, you know, the same again. I know I say that most weeks it is something different. You know, you don't get many story based sort of um, games, especially with flying and in sort of an alternate sort of universe. Really good. And it's got that sort of steampunk vibe to it as well. Um, yeah, great game. If if you see it, get it. Pop on eBay, and if you've got an original Xbox or you start collecting for them, must have. Yeah, also play. I mean, if you do get it um, physical, you can also play it on your Xbox Series X. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. You can get it upscaled and even better. Plays yeah. really good on that Series X. Eight mm. K textures a lot, baby. Yeah. <laughs> There's a franchise they ought to revisit. Hmm. Oh, when you look back at the OG Xbox, they had some great exclusives on there that just they never they never followed up on, which is a shame, really. For me as well, there's something about the sort of the graphic graphical art style and and the, the kind of look. Like there's something about that OG Xbox that just kind of just stands up. You know, you mm. get the, the, get the PS2 ports as well, and they're like the sort of pro versions or the you know the One mm. X versions. They they look really good. I mean, I remember playing. Full um, full spectrum warrior on the OG Xbox and feeling like yeah, and then yeah. playing it on the PS2 and feeling like no. Well, I, know, I I play most for you know for a CRT, um, and it looks stunning on the CRT. So I can only imagine what it looks like for a Series X, the mm. upscaled. You know, it must look pretty pretty damn cool on a big screen. Yeah, doing its doing its damnedest. Okay, mm. well, thank you both. Indian hidden gems snuck in under the radar. I'm happy with that. I think we've completed our mantra. The next part of our mantra is the news. We scour the very darkest regions of the internet to bring you the latest stories. First up, got my teeth in. I'm in the seat. I'm feeling racy. That platinum pop. Earning the platinum trophy on PlayStation is always a bit of an occasion. You've not only completed a game, you've probably gone out of your way to beat a range of additional challenges. For many, the plat is the nice cherry on top of an enjoyable experience. And they're very satisfying to pop. Now, though, Sony has gone one small step further to make them feel special. With the latest PS5 firmware update installed, the notification for unlocking the Platinum Trophy has been updated, as spotted by Twitter user at iBadDriver L. A Platinum uh, <laughs> already has this, you know, find me quick on Twitter. Like, oh, crikey, mate, you know, got to navigate yeah. through all of that. Uh, a Platinum already has its very own notification sound, but now it also has a unique animation. It's only a small touch, but it makes the act of getting a Platinum even more of an occasion than it was before. We're looking forward to seeing this next time the notification pops when we grab our next Platinum. Well, say our, I mean, you know, <laughs> it's decades sort of separated my Platinum pops. Uh, but gentlemen, what do you think to that? Just a little bit of that latest update, correcting some errors, fixing some things. One of the mm. coolest things, obviously, apart from this new PlayStation Platinum Trophy pop, is the ability to update your controllers without sticking the wire in. Hallelujah. Amen. I feel like, I feel like mm. I've arrived in the 22nd century. Mm. There's nothing worse than sitting down for an evening of gaming yeah. And then finding out that you need to ferret around for that wire that you don't normally use because you've got a little docking stations. Then you're rooting through and you're pulling out USB-C and then USB original and then USB mini and then boof. Oh, yeah, there's that thing that looks like a thing that goes in the thing. I'll use that. Nah, it was a disaster zone. Mm. And then, you know, you do one controller 
you use that control for a week or so charging it. It's on the front of the charging port. No worries. Then one day you have a big gaming session. You run empty. So you grab the other controller. <laughs> Not today, Panyo. You better yeah. find yourself that one. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. that's, so, that's so true. And now, How many controllers do y'all have? Three two. or four. Okay. And uh, so y'all almost have, uh, you said three or four, George, so I'm assuming you have most of the colors by now. Uh, what have I got? A white, a uh, black, a uh, red, uh, a purple. Okay, the, the, best, the best colors then. Okay, and what about you, RGT? Just the OG colors I've got, and I got it. I've still got the original okay. two controllers, yeah. I've never. I've, I've always wanted to buy the colored ones, but you know, I'm like, as a collector, I'll think, oh, I'm going to buy a new colored controller, and then I flick on eBay and see a PS2 game I've always wanted and end up buying that. <laughs> Fair play to you. <laughs> oh, I'm terrible for that. I, I think currently I've got more controllers than I've got sense, and certainly more controllers than I've got brain cells. So I, tell you, yeah. I don't know if I'm right with this. Maybe I didn't notice this before, but I played I played with a friend of mine once a week. We played FIFA. I don't mention it on the show because George hates it. But, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I noticed this week when we played, you know where your light goes around your, your touchpad? Yeah. Uh, yeah, the light around it? Yeah, and, that, and obviously mm-hmm. they do for FIFA. You'll, I'll be red, he'll be blue for player one, player two. But also I noticed now there's a little white light and I had one on mine, and he had two little white lights on his to show player one and player two. And I don't know if that's from the update or the controllers or whether that's something that's always been I haven't noticed. But I thought that's a nice little touch where you have that little, just that little white light show player one, player two. And I suppose they don't do more if you have a game where there's, you know, multiplayers or three or four of you on there. But I thought that was a nice little touch. Mm. I noticed that too, and it feels like we're in the future, man. These the dual sense right now is the best yeah. control on the face of the planet as far yeah. as like features go. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, it's it's a proper bit of kit. I've noticed when I've been going back to the Dual Shock Four, <sighs> starts to feel a little bit empty. And when I go back, it was to the, lightweight, doesn't it? When, when I go back to the Dual Shock Three, forgot in the beginning of the show, playing a bit more Batman um, Arkham City, thoroughly brilliant game. But that feels like that just <laughs> it feels like a cheap toy, doesn't it? it you know, yeah. a few minutes in you start playing, you don't notice it as much and, and, and okay, fair enough. But you know, on initial pickup you're like, oh God, you know. And it's got that element with the dual shot four as well, you know, especially straight up to the dual sense. It just feels so weighty. But mm. you know, when that feedback starts happening in the controller, the extra weight gives it the gravitas. Mm. Um there's no shaky shaky or any of that or sort of Vast plastics vibrating. It's it's a very consistent and strong feeling in the controller. So you're right. Absolutely, kudos to them for that. When I was playing on the PlayStation Classic this week, because that's just got the that's a new version of the OG controller without the analog sticks. It's just your D pad. And I was looking at it, thinking if I could imagine when I had my PlayStation when I first bought that, where it would be with a controller now with the dual sense. You, you, well, I just wouldn't have believed it. Well, you would have, because so you'd be fun. disappointed, because you'd expect the wires to be in under your fingernails, and you blacked out sort of in a coma-like phase, living, <laughs> living not, a second not life. A matrix. You're not, you're <laughs> not imagining matrix, hard yeah. You are just not imagining, <laughs> I wonder if this controller's going to have like this nose-wiping tissue. Like, no, get outside of the box. <laughs> I wanted you to be Job from Lawnmower Man, not just like slightly rounder, more rotund, addicted guy to, you know, fast food and... <laughs> On show for video <laughs> games, you have high expectations. Young not, yeah, 
He he's living the Jetsons lifestyle right there, right now in his imagination. I just wanted to. Sure. You know, if I'm thinking of the future, I'm thinking far out. I'm not thinking yeah. you know, <laughs> a couple of cans of Pierre Dior's or whatever it is you were drinking. <laughs> Pierre Dior's. You remember that that movie Ready Player One? That he's living that lifestyle. That's like, what yeah, I wanted it to be. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't want to. <laughs> Living my best 16-year-old life. Okay. So, so new story number two. Precious little pretty. During yesterday... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, did I, did I, did I mess it up? Yeah, yeah, just it's, it's swarming into the Gollum's news like an angry bee and then slapping me on the backside with a sting of a golem uh, impersonation <laughs> was not something I expected <laughs> to come. Wow, okay. During, during yesterday's Nakon Connect live stream, the team at Dalitic entertainment and delivered a brand new trailer for its upcoming lord of the rings adventure the lord of the rings golem while we still don't have a firm release date for it beyond 2023 the games looks like it's starting to benefit from the few delays sure the concept of playing as golem still puzzles us a little bit but we've warmed up to the project after seeing the latest story trailer it looks as if things are coming together to deliver a unique stealthy take on a lord of the rings title Ultimately, the proof will be in the pruding once we finally get a release date and can go hands-on with this Lord of the Rings adventure. Here is the latest on what to expect. The Lit Diadelic Untold Story. Daedalic? I think that's what that that's how that's pronounced. Daedalic? Oh, okay. All right, cool. Um, Untold Story was revealed late uh revealed today in a trailer featuring Gollum's extraordinary adventures in the search for my precious the story's original uh, the original story takes you to several regions of middle earth where you can meet no well-known characters in the books of jj uh, jrr tolkien's you need remarkable agility and guile to avoid dangers en route be a part of golem's journey in 2023 oh god yeah yeah, you know what? I completely, yeah, just uh, yawn until I just read this. I thought, I forgot I'm making a Gollum game. Like forgot. a nuclear submarine, nothing, and then all of a sudden this massive behemoth pops up in the sea. Mm. And, you know, I've been up and down on my interest in Gollum, but it's been peak recently. Let's just see what it brings. We haven't had, you know, a new take, an interesting take for a while. Uh, this is a like a stealth. I almost see this a little bit like those imp games, you know, that you see kicking around. There was one where you could be like a little goblin or an imp. I've talked about mm. it before. It was like a take on thief, but you were like this little medieval, uh, like a little goblin sneaking around stealing things. I think it might have been called imp. I can't quite remember. But I see that here. I just don't know. Gollum's an interesting enough character, but is he an interesting mm. enough character for his own narrative beat to sustain yeah. and why a single-player experience? Yeah. yeah. His inner monologue's going to be interesting for the first couple of hours. Where he's like, my precious, and he's leaping around. But after 20 hours of my precious, are you not going to just want to end this game? Yeah. Seb, what's yeah. your thoughts? Are you pumped for this, or are you lukewarm at best? You remember that game Sticks? Um, S T Y X. That's the one. That's the one. Yeah, that's what I was expecting. 
Mm. Yeah, that, I kind of kind of get that vibe from this as well. But I'll give you I I'm going hands on with this game pretty soon, so I can give you my impressions then. Mm. 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 <laughs> so I'll be able to tell you a little bit about it then. But yeah, um, I, you know, so far, just right now, not excited, but I'm hoping something will change my mind and I will be excited. But, you know. That, mm. The stealth genre needs more representation in gaming, so you know more the merrier there. Mm. To be fair, the stealth genre is for the patient gamer. Uh, sure. I'm not totally sure it needs more representation in my library, but I'm, <laughs> <give it a> <laughs> I'm that guy that. that just waits for the guys to line up and then just legs it and hopes that I've got enough damage to withstand the sort of pounding I'm going to get before I get to the next <laughs> safe scene area. I'm sure you don't play The Last of Us like that, though. Um, I'm sure you go pretty stealthy on that, right? Depends how how sort of bullshit I'm feeling, if I'm honest with you. If you get a good run in Last of Us, you can be pretty hyper-aggressive and get away with it. If you've got a brick in your inventory and you can lob that to displace them when your back's against the wall and then sort of go from encounter to encounter because the sort of melee button is quite forgiving. I've noticed in Last of Us 2 specifically, you can Love kind it. of, it zooms you in to the next encounter, even if you're quite some distance away. And as soon as you can get that button nailed, if they start getting shots in you, you're done. But if mm-hmm. you can sort of live in that sort of in-between space of forcing the malaise by just breaking the game a little bit, you, you can be you can be reasonably aggressive in there. Oh, you can be very aggressive. The full loadout. Yeah, you can be very aggressive. Yeah, there's um people who have like um their speed running and they do like aggressive playthroughs, like the grounded aggressive playthroughs where they beat the game in like two hours. It is amazing to watch. Like, and they don't even like use bricks. They figured out like if you switch to like your your bow and arrows and such like that, you can just impale people with arrows and keep it moving. It's just nice. It is like they figured out ways to just like completely utilize all the weapons in that game in a way that just looks gory in a beautiful way. But yeah, it's it's I I highly recommend checking that those speed runs out. Mm. Mm. Okay, well, moving things along at a click here because we've got we've got a midriff like a forty year old man that's sort of relaxed a little bit. Uh, oh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just to avoid the cliche, I'll take the news because I'm a mid- <laughs> I'm a middle aged man that's let myself go a little bit. <laughs> but can you do us the next bit of news? Yeah, Resident Evil Fortnite. Uh, Capcom characters from the Street Fighter and Resident Evil series have already joined Epic's Fortnite before, so it's no surprise to see more of the Japanese company's roster on the way to the popular battle royale. According to leaks this week uh, via Fortnite fan account Hypex. Uh, Leon S. Kennedy and Claire Redfield uh, will both be added to the game as character skins um, in a future update. They would follow on from Jill Valentine and Chris Redfield's skins added in 2021. On a related note, Fortnite could potentially be getting a first-person mode in its next update. Apparently, you'll be able to freely swap in uh, between this view and the original third-person perspective. That's interesting. I mean, trying to bring over a few of the FPS, trying to just keep that Fortnite beast. It like it, it's 
right now it technically could appeal to everybody and i yeah, think it's sure. probably doing a good job of of that you know they've, they've took the non-building they've given you a non-build mode they're going to give you a first person mode um the only thing next it needs little bit more military realism and Boba Lobe will be changing his name. He'll be going going dark in Tomato Town or whatever it's called. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's the biggest game in the world just getting bigger and bigger and pretty soon, you know, like they're giving people no excuse to basically play this game, whether or not you like third person or first um, first person, you know, like this game has pretty much anything for everyone if you like that kind mm. of genre. So, you know, it's just the biggest game in the world getting bigger. Mm, still snappy, still looks amazing, if I'm honest with you. It was certainly, to me, it always felt like it was pushing uh, all the systems it was on. And even now, you know, with the PS5 and Series X and S versions, it looks super slick. Mm. Um, it's the greatest crossover game of all time now. I mean, it, that's undisputed. It leaves itself wide open to be able yeah. to link up with anything and everybody. You know, you can be Master Chief in this. You can be... Uh, Jill Valentine in this. You can be literally anything in this. Batman, The Flash, whatever. It doesn't matter who mm-hmm. or what you're into. You're playing your character in this game. All the Star Wars tap that they've unleashed on us. It's uh, Rambo, it's, man. Everything. <laughs> Everybody yeah. and everything. Yeah. Perfect. That would be my skin as a bush camper. That would be me, Rambo, down in the bush. Mm-hmm. <laughs> only, only heroes win. Only the heroes survive. Okay, last bit of news. Let's get this out there. Dreamcast Mini. Only you, dear listener, can make that happen. Well, maybe you need to have bought a Sega Mega Drive Mini 2, but the Sega Mega Drive Mini 2 launched last week, and if you were looking enough to snag a Japanese model, you might notice something interesting about the packaging. On the inner flap of the box, you'll find a web address, stroke QR code if you're tech savvy, along with a four-digit password. This takes you to an online questionnaire, which covers a wide range of questions, such as where you purchased the console, how you heard about it, and other mini consoles you currently own. So thanks, Gusukyu. The most interesting question relates to future mini consoles from Sega, asking which classic Sega hardware replica would you like to see next? Sega gives you the following options, the SC3000, the SG1000-1002, the Mark III-Master System, the Saturn, the Dreamcast, the Mega Drive Mini 3, that's a, that's a mud hole that doesn't need stomping any further dry, Game Gear Micro Part 2, the non-micro Game Gear, uh, arcade a la Astro City Mini. Interestingly, another question asks if a remake or sequel to a classic Sega IP were to be released, would you buy it? While other questions ask what you'd want from a revival series. Mm. Anyone who's listening that snagged one of these, if you don't go online on the website and do all that other good stuff with your QR code and tick Dreamcast, I suppose the completionist in me says we need the Saturn, but do you know what? Scratch that. Okay, mm. forget all of that. Excuse the Dreamcast. Okay, Dreamcast or bus, man. Mm. I mean, sure I can see the T-shirt now. Seb's head is Dreamcast. Uh... <laughs> 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 but yeah, Metropolis Street Racer, Shenmue, NBA, uh, the 2K series on there, uh, Jet Grind Radio, Skies of Arcadia, the bangers after bangers after mm. bangers after bangers after bangers. You know, we need it. Power Stone, Virtua Tennis, Daytona. Daytona! Mm. Soul uh, Caliber. Soul Caliber. The mm. list Racing goes taxi. on. Ready to rumble, man. Let's go. 18-wheeler. Ready to rumble boxing. Yeah. With Afro Thunder? Oh, 
And the thing is, as well, Sega are good at these minis. As well. Subst- substance negates to style in the form of Ready to Rumble. Have you played that recently? I can't let this go. Yeah, on the Steam Deck. Yeah, I want to sacrifice played- Afro Samurai. Hit or whatever his name is. Afro Thunder. Afro yeah, Thunder. That if, dude. If that, if like, if the Genesis, uh, like, if um the Dreamcast and the PS2 would have given and would have given that a third installment at that point we that he would have been a super smash brothers character like he would have been perfect for it oh do you know seb some things i can agree with you on some things i can't and that game needs burying in the lair pit there's a deep cut from back in the day okay (laughs) we are missing out on prime boxing right now that's a genre that's sorely lacking in video games Send me your home address and I'll send you a, just a few copies of Fight Night on the PS3 or something. I have know. it too. I have it. That, right, that's that's enough. Right, that's nah. enough. That's enough. Nah, nah. Be on the lookout, everyone, for Undisputed Boxing. That's coming later this year. It looks absolutely amazing. That's it's a bit more like Michael Petit, but mm-hmm. ready to rule boxing? I had it, that on the N64, Seb, and it was, was awful. I then got a Dreamcast and upgraded so I could experience the next-gen version. And it was still a porridge-filled mess. Maybe, maybe <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll give it like a 30-minute um, review, uh, you know, this week, and I'll, I'll come back at you. Please. That, I'm, I'm actually excited for that. Um, I don't feel like it's held up that well at all. Anyway... The Dreamcast, to be honest, just give us a full library. And if that makes me happy, it makes you happy because it means you've got that. Right? Mm. You've got it. You've got you've got it. All these games, like all the games from all these systems are small enough. Just just put out one device and call it the Sega Master device at that point and just sell it like that. Mm. What about the peripherals? What about San Diego Amiga? And what about the fishing reel? I mean, sell them separately at this point. The people who are going to order it are going to order those separately. You know, like that would feels, be well cool. Yeah, it feels like it feels like such a waste of time to do all these things individually. You know, oh, I'm like, I've just, just yeah. had an absolute brainwave. Mm-hmm. Dreamcast needs to be online, and I mean online. Because that what was the dream. Power Stone and that online. Power Stone oh, online. Also, tennis, obviously, Fantasy tennis. Star Ooh. online. MSR's got its updates. Gives you back all the Shenmue passport functionality. Mm. Let's so face basically, it. it's the Nintendo Switch online, but the Dreamcast version? Yeah. Okay. The, the difference <laughs> between doing it well and supporting all that stuff with a bit of backdoor code or just banging out the weakest thing possible to cash in on nostalgia in a cheap plastic white box, I feel like Sega are probably going to take the latter option. If oh, I'm yeah, for sure. But saying that, look, I've got I got the uh, second Mega Drive, Mega Drive 2. I've got the original Mega Drive Mini, and it is very good. What appeals to me about very, them, very good. They know what they're doing with those. What appeals to me about the Mega Drive Mini 2 is the Sega CD, Mega yeah. CD support. Yeah, yeah and that, that's cool. Because they've not really acknowledged that. It's almost like a dirty secret they've swept under the carpet. Well, that's their mm. fault, you know. That's their fault. Mm. But for I me... Mean, I've got most of the mini consoles, and the Mega Drive is my favourite one. I think that's the best best list of games. Very controllers are nice. The actual system's lovely. With a, you know, it is a perfect little mini with a little... But let me ask you this question. On. You say all that. You mm-hmm. say all of that. 
Oh, yes, I do. Yeah, you've already confessed what's perched underneath your TV at home. Yes. Is the, is the worst of all of them the PlayStation 1 Classic. What, yeah. what, what, what strange sort of because it's got talking like character. 3,000 games on it. <laughs> I'm, you know what I'm like? That's quality y'all, over quality. <laughs> y'all, y'all just need a Steam Deck at this point. Just get a Steam Deck. Yeah. yeah I, I might uh, I might sell Wayne Ray to international child uh, traffickers. <laughs> the Ray is going to be pissed. <laughs> Ray won't notice. <laughs> you no. call him Ray a negligent dad at this point. <laughs> he's that busy. You know, if I steal my version of Wayne Ray, does it mean that your version of Wayne Ray is missing as well? I really Ooh. want to start testing the, the Ray universe, the mythology, I need the cinematic Rayverse. I need to find out what stands up and what doesn't. If you take out one sting, is does it mean all of the stings are down? If you take out one Ray, are they all down? If Trace falls. Are all traces fallen? I don't even I can, know. I can stick, just him imagine. stick him on Vinton to say, can you swap him for a Steam Deck? Yeah. I, 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 just, I can just imagine right now your version of Ray just hunting the hunting you down and hunting like the buyers down, like he's like Liam Neeson from Taken. I saw so to speak. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can just imagine it mowing everyone down and basically Europe just pop, 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 pop. I want my boy. Where's my boy? <laughs> wow, like a like a redneck version of Liam Neeson's take. Uh, except it's shape shifting as well. I mean, it, it holds no bounds. Listen, if you want to share your thoughts on whether uh, Ray could become the Liam Neeson of Taken, you know where to go. It's the Discord. Um, new joiners this week was a joyous occasion. We all broke out in song in unison. It was mm-hmm. like a it's like a I don't know barbershop quartet almost. Um. It's probably Seb's turn. Seb, if they're listening, they think, hang on a minute, George has completely missed the take on that news. He's got no idea that people want a Game Gear Micro Part 2 and not that Dreamcast Dribble. Just because he's nostalgic for it, we're not. Okay. How would they be best placed to interact with us and let us know all, all right, of this? Bit, let's be real about it. Look, you, you can DM us on Instagram or Twitter at the unofficial podcast. Um, you can also send your questions at questions at the unofficial podcast.com or just go straight to the source. Just go to the unofficial podcast discord. The link mm-hmm. is in the description of the episode. Go there. You can talk with us. You can, uh, you can talk with us. You can ask us all kinds of questions. You can share your feedback. You can let George know if he's right or wrong about ready to rumble boxing. And, you know, so that's the best place to go if we're being honest. Mm. Yeah. That's, that's pretty much it. We okay. had a couple of corrections well, this week. Yeah, I missed a question mark off. So community I, corrections. I made a big boob last week. Really? What was yeah. this? Yeah, Fat Zangief pulled me up on it. What did he say? When I'd done my hidden gem last week, when I'd done Deadly Creatures, I forgot the most important thing was the voice actors who were in the game. And who, are the, who are the voice actors? Billy Bob Thornton and Dennis Hopper. Mm. How and, on earth? Does such Hollywood heavy hitters mm. end up in a backdoor-looking game called Dangerous oh. Creatures on yeah. on the on the Wii? 
Dust off your wee, George. You need to do it as your, as your homework this week. Dust your wee off. No. Get I give out. I don't, <laughs> don't do it. Don't dust off the wee. Yeah, yeah just Let listen to me, down. young man. You dust off your wee, like deadly creatures, then I want you to come back on next week and say, oh, GT, I am deeply sorry because that is amazing. I have a Wii U permanently set up. There you go. You just need that disc. Deadly creatures. Bang. Well, all it's doing right HD. now is make all it's doing right now is making sure that plug works. It's just occupied. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just collecting dust. Be stops, real with it. Stops dust collecting in it. Let's be real. The Wii U could die too. We we need to let the Wii U go. The Switch is uh, no. all the games from the Wii U are on the Switch now. I love the Wii U. I love the Wii U. You and fifteen other people. I oh, know, but, but we're very passionate about the 15 Wii people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we're very about the Wii U. Add me to that list. I'll die on a hill for a console I don't really care about. Bring it on. But I um, like bad consoles, so you know what I'm like. All right, George, you, you get a revival of the Vita or the or you get a Wii U too. Which one you got in with? That's unfair. Is it? Is it? They're both failed consoles. Well, I want a Vita 2, and you know I do, and I think it would work well with the current ecosystem we've got mm-hmm. going on. So, you know, and don't give me no gimmicks. Just give me just give me two shoulder buttons, okay, baby? Shoulder buttons or bust, baby. That's all yeah. <laughs> What's oh. up? Let's go, George. Welcome to the dark side. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. So, Hang on. Wait. German listeners. You now phenomenally represent over 50% of our audience on a week-to-week basis. I honestly do not know what we are doing to get such favor. But you're doing it. You're listening to the show, and I really super appreciate you. Thank you very we, much. We all do, yeah, definitely. I, I joke around a little bit, but like I said, if you want to join the Discord and you can get in the mix or can create your little German speaking area, whatever it is, just, just join and communicate. And we want to thank you in person, mm. each and every single one of you for listening in and making us the, the beer moth of a European stroke worldwide show that we are. I'm currently standing across the whole of gaming podcasts, like the, the, like a giant statue. And, uh, we're very grateful for that. Very, very grateful indeed. Again, if you do want to meet us in person, oh, yeah, we're not just a floating random voice on the internet coming out your car speaker, coming out your AirPods, coming out your bespoke unknown other make AirPod in your ear. Samsung earbuds or some of the drivel like that. Um, Yeah, we're real people. And you can bring yourself along to OLL23 at Norfolk Showground on the, correct me if I'm wrong, RGT, but the 15th and the 16th of April. Mm -hmm. That's the one, yeah. It's around those dates. If you come yeah. a little early, stay a bit later. It's fine. I, I, you yeah. know, there's stuff to do in Norwich. There's a cathedral. Mm. and Stay with us. We'll be right back. Ever thought modern video games should be more interesting? At the Gaming Blender, we take randomised genres, mechanics, and make a new game every episode. I've added permadeath. We have a survival game of a hardcore simulation, which could be House Flipper, and with the permadeath of XCOM. Then that owl has to be an action-adventure. Yes. Ooh, dear. Yes. And sometimes it doesn't quite work. And you you have a construction off over the course of the of the narrative a construction off the uh, way the way we can do this 
is that we ditch your idea entirely. Entirely. Check out The Gaming Blender on all your favourite podcast platforms now. Well, you could go to OLLs. They've got their own gaming cafe. You can pop in there and see them. Pop the Retro Replay Arcade. Plenty to do if you're a gamer. Flex, flex, all the sponsors. You know, Norfolk's biggest podcast, and none of us are from there, but... Uh... <laughs> yeah, we border at either side. But... <laughs> we seem to represent it. Yeah, it's no man's land. It's perfectly yeah. safe. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you're welcome. Grab your tickets. If you're coming from Europe, don't forget to uh, get yourself a plane ticket. Mm. Right now will be a very affordable way of getting over here, but hotels are disappearing quick. If you're coming from the States, if you're that, in love with the podcast, you want to come from America? I would question that. Um, <laughs> you know, I don't think we're that good. Um, but you know, you, you, we're good, but we're not worth the transatlantic flight in an overstay in a Premier Inn on the outskirts of Norwich. <laughs> if, if you've never been to the UK before, that would be what's called a baptism of fire. Mm. You'd be you'd be slapped at the backside with a full English. Um, a confusion as what black pudding is, and it's basically scab, fried, um, and you know a, a, a very poor coffee, no doubt made with granules and passed off as being filter. You're not uh, selling us, George. You're not selling. No, us. you're not selling us at all. I'm, I'm just trying to politely, as much as I would love to see an American cousin walk through the door with a UCP T-shirt on, giving it the bells and whistles. You know, probably with a. I don't know if you're allowed to bring guns, but if they've got guns, like a couple of holsters, like pew, 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 like a cowboy through the door. That's my impression of what an American would look like arriving in Norwich. Um, <laughs> so basically, you think we're just Yosemite Sam? <laughs> basically. Uh, that's, the, that's the American listeners switched off. <laughs> we can't afford, well, you know, with that big in Germany now, we could afford that. You know, it's okay. But, you know, we I love everybody. What I'm, what I was trying to do politely and in a slightly <laughs> comedic way is to say that if you're, you know, I'm sure we'll get to America at some point in time or maybe we can do something in more of a London location if we were to do another live event. But this one's in rural, rural England. <laughs> At OLL 23. I don't want to de-hype it, but if you're close in Europe or the UK, there's no better way to spend a weekend. If you're Elon Musk and want to come and pop over on your private jet and land at the disused Norfolk Airport, then you, you're more than welcome. Um, so, yeah, excited for that. Loads of people there. Kadikaris, Adam Korolik, uh, Ashens is going to be there. John Riggs. Yeah, got a big stack of uh, retro to modern consoles to play on. Developers will be there. Uh, will be there, you know, if you, <laughs> if you haven't worked that one out yet. Um, we're also going to record an episode there. Hopefully, fingers crossed. Uh, if there's any technical issues, we may need to come up with an alternative. But Seb and Bobby are going to be there through the medium of satellite communication. So like a good old 1980s TV show, I'm going to get them to make sure there's at least a five-minute delay so we can get that whole thing going on with like, I think there's a delay. Um, outside broadcast type activity. But yeah, looking forward to it. Very excited. If not a little nervous right now. So if you're coming along, just, you know, be gentle. You know, it's not often we get out, especially in the post-COVID world. I don't think I've seen a real person in years now. Uh, <laughs> been speaking to the ghost of Mumsy for far too long. <laughs> Shock horror, law update. Mumsy's passed. No, she hasn't. <laughs> I just sort of said it. I couldn't help myself. Uh, okay. The thing that most people have <laughs> fast-forwarded to, and if you're listening, this is probably that moment where you go, oh, okay, he's finished dribbling on. 
Now this is what I turned up for. The PlayStation exclusives, King of the Ring. Oh, yeah. Some big scalps have fallen in the preliminary outskirts of sourcing the PlayStation exclusives. I tripped over my bottom lip because Fat Princess wasn't in there. To be honest with you, I fell down the stairs in a tribute to pain because I doubt it's in there either. Uh, Seb's a pretty brutalist curationist, um, but I'm sure enough of the heavy hitters are going to be in there for us to be able to have a, a full-on ding-dong. Correct me if I'm wrong, Seb, but it's arranged in a King of the Rings stroke World Cup tournament style. Therefore, uh, go. If you're into football, you can imagine that. If you're not, you've probably sniffed around wrestling. Probably a bit of a strong term for wrestling. But you've been in the periphery. You kind of know what a knockout tournament is. Yeah, if you watch Mar- March Madness or any playoff basically system, you you already know what this is. It's a single elimination tournament. I've assembled the top 32. The top 32 franchises and or single games of the PlayStation exclusives from the late, I'm just going to say, late PS3 era and up. So some Vita games are going to be included, but mostly PS4, mostly PS5. I exclusives. am coming here roughshod and scary to get Africa to be the number one game in this tournament. And if it's not, Seb's face up. Oh, yeah, good, Af- good luck with that. <laughs> Africa? In the top 32. Okay, so let, let's, all right, so let, let's just be real here. <laughs> Maybe if we did, you know. The That's top three of one. my games gone, and it hasn't even started. Maybe this. if we did the top 128, like PlayStation exclusives, it'd be on there. But we had to divvy it down for the sake of time for a podcast. So we, I, I curated the top 32. I PlayStation at, exclusives dropping like nonconformist in North Korea, left, right, and Chelsea. Here, <laughs> said, you are not messing yeah, so, around. I'm, no. I'm not messing around, man. You, you either come with it or you get the axe. That, that's how we roll over here. So Pick here's up your how sticks it, or you double click the clicks. Yep, yep. I've noticed <laughs> you started getting all the catchphrases, so I keep writing, but yeah, I haven't found a winner yet, so that's yeah. uh, push that keep one Keep man. You, Dreamcast you, you, all dead, baby, bus, baby. That's in the bin. Okay. What? <laughs> all right, so here's how everything's going to work. Where I'm going to read out a matchup. You're going to um, each member of the panel, esteemed panel right now, will tell their winner of the matchup. If we have a tie, um, we'll just go into sudden death and we'll debate it out until we have a tie. I, I will intervene. In a in a in a non-George way, a serious judgmental way, I would I would jump off the fence and 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 help us move that along. How's that? That sounds great. All right. So are y'all ready? Yep. Gladiator's right. ready. All right. So we're we are ready. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time for the battle of the PlayStation exclusives. Here we go. So on our first list of PlayStation exclusives, our first matchup, we have Street Fighter V, which was a PlayStation exclusive, by the way, versus Persona 4 Golden. Well, let me throw my vote in. No brainer for me. You know, Street Fighter, yeah, it's great. But to be fair, versus the Behemoth, this the Persona series, the depth uh, and level of emotional storytelling involved. Persona gets my vote. Yeah, I don't even think it's a question for me. What about you, RGT? Um, I haven't played any of the Persona games. Um, oh, wow. So you're going to vote for played... Street Fire? Let oh, me tell you now. Yeah. Even if you did, game yeah. over. Yeah. 
Yeah, <laughs> I, I can break it to you. I gathered that, uh, but I'm, st- I'm still saying Street Fighter Five because I haven't played that. So, all right, yeah. at least it got a vote. At least it, it got, got a vote. vote. Yeah. That's the way I'm looking at it. You know, it got yeah. a little bit of summing, summing. Mm. All right, the, the <laughs> next, summing. the next battle, and to go on to take on Persona Four Golden, it is Until Dawn or The Last of Us Part Two. Oh, what an absolute! Snake coming in here, putting those two together. Mm-hmm. And by yeah. the way, this was this was a random bracket, so I just I just listed out the thirty two games, and they until just until Dawn's to like just got the throat chop from me. So Last yes. of Us Part Two is um, Last of Us Part Two and as well. Until Dawn is fantastic game, but it's got to be Last of Us Part Two. If it had gone in against Fat Princess, you know it would have easy walked this, but versus the Last of Us Part Two, yeah, that's yeah. Hey, the matchups, man. Matchups matter in this kind of mm, tournament, just like mm. they they are in a couple. This weeks is what I wanted madness. from this, Seb. When this idea yeah. appeared in the uh, message box, and I was like, "Oh, this could get. There's going to be some blood on the dance floor. There's going to be some. <laughs> there's going to be some mean gamers in our Discord. But yeah, like this is fun. Um, the next battle is going to be Ma- Spider-Man Miles Morales versus Returnal. Oh, for me. Miles Morales. I'm Spider-Man, Miles Morales as yeah. well. So. Yeah, play both. It's got to be Spider-Man, Miles Morales for me. Okay, all right. So we might get a difficult one here. If Bobby was here, this might be a little more difficult. But even through these like corn. Yeah, I told you we were going to go through I'll tell you, we are ruthless. Absolutely yeah. ruthless. This one, if Bobby was here, I think this would be a real fight. But this next one, Demon Souls versus Persona 5 Royal. Oh, I'm P5 Royal of it. Have you put all the variations Persona 5 in here, or you just put this no, in? No, as, no, no. This, no. this I, is I the entry you've used. The apex of the series, whatever okay. was like the, the top of the series. Fair enough. I'm going to go with that then. I really like the Royale edition as well. I think Persona 5, is just, you can, it could have been Persona 5 base, and I would have still put it over Demon Souls, if I'm being honest. Is mm. it the remake, or is it the... It's the remake, and it's the one that looks gorgeous on PS5. It's mm. the creme de la creme of, of the game, but still, Ooh. I don't think it's even like... It, I don't even think it compares to Persona 5 Royal. Uh, what are you, RGT? I haven't heard your vote yet. Um, I'd, From how fondly Persona 5 is spoken about, um, I'd have to, <laughs> I, don't, I haven't played it, but I, everything I hear, every time there's people talk about RPGs or Persona, that's always Persona 5. So, yeah, I'd, I'll vote Persona 5. All right. And what will be so Persona 5 moves on. Um, we have what will probably be the hardest out of the first initial lineup Ooh. will be Uncharted the Lost Legacy versus the whole series of Knack games. I just put them all, <laughs> Ooh, all I wonder. Um uh, I'm gonna go obviously I'm I'm the Uncharted man, so yep, Lost Legacy for me. All right, George. What are you choosing, Seth? Of course, it's going to be Uncharted Lost Legacy. Then I choose Knack. <laughs> George loves Knack. Thank you, George. PlayStation right. need, they need to know that someone supports this so we get the third game. That game, once <laughs> no, the trilogy is complete, the people will understand that they weren't emotionally intelligent enough to handle <laughs> the actual full story of Knack. And I think when we get the third game, I think people retrospectively revisit Knack 1 and 2 and they will they, they will realise it's, it's a standout. It might even become the big daddy of them all so hopefully it doesn't matter what i say the big daddy of them all playstation has fallen really far do i do i abuse my <laughs> rights and privileges here and move knack through ahead of uncharted 
It's too late. Uncharted's been been yeah. locked. It's been locked for it's locked in triple yeah. locked. Yeah. So so moving on, we have an indie darling from last year, Stray, taking on Marvel's Spider Man. Oh, to be honest, as as nice as Stray was, as sort mm-hmm. of heartfelt as it was at times, uh, some of the interaction mechanics in it, like the jump in and and the narrative and the lack of voice acting and that other meh, 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 drivel, you know, oh, very like simish. I like that. Okay, well, I thought it was charming. If, yeah, very. I thought it was a very something different, very nice well implemented i mean i'm gonna say spider-man on this but i was gonna say I i'm on like my stuff third is... playthrough of that bad boy and still enjoying it will yeah. i ever revisit stray possibly maybe if i ever like you know got hypnotized to think i was a cat for an afternoon uh, or if i forgot so wound up i really need to chill down and my house think exploded it... and stray was the only surviving <laughs> game on the shelf you're a bit harsh. Oh, good lord. Yeah, that's really harsh. I think Stray against some of them others would have gone through. I think it would have gone through, but that's a tough one against Spider-Man. It's got to be Spider-Man. What, what if it had been your... versus Knack? Huh? It's Stray. I would have picked Stray all day. Stray, yeah, Knack. definitely. Yeah. You hate Knack. Stop trying to back Knack. You hate Knack. <laughs> Someone's got to back Knack. Uh, what I said... I remember you berated me because I said, oh, I have quite good fond memories of that because when I first got my daughter playing on that kind of game, you're like, you played that drivel <laughs> and then decided to tear me off for like a black back. Here's my, right. here's my another shot at, a, at, a, at a, a UCP catchphrase. <laughs> back sack and knack wax. <laughs> <laughs> that is a very wordy one, but I like it. I, I like it. All right, so moving on, we have Days Gone (laughs) versus The Last Guardian. Oh, it's got to be Days Gone. As interesting as Last Guardian was, and it certainly was, you know, an innovative way of telling a story, I lost myself in Days Gone, thoroughly enjoyed it, whether it was a point in time in my life or whatever. And, and, And I have to say, Days Gone does have a little bit of a weird blip where you need to... In a lot of these open world games, you kind of get de-skilled or you're de-skilled in the beginning and then you build skills up and or develop your bike or whatever it is. And to be honest, when you first bump into Days Gone, it, it's not the most easy world to navigate from the bike running out of fuel, etc. But once you get past that, it's a joy. It's an absolute joy. For me, the way I game, I loved it. Last Guardian, interesting emotional but he's gone twists and turns puts it head and shoulders for me all right um rgt can i go real quick because i want to throw some spice out here because i'm going with the last guardian you're the tiebreaker rgt i think the last guardian has a better story i think it has like original concept i think Mm -hmm. like I can look at The Last Guardian and say, like, I can't think of another game that did that did a concept very similar to that. Days Gone mm-hmm. is just a typical zombie game that, quite frankly, isn't even the best zombie game on its own platform. Oh, wow. Um, that's, that's a lot closer to me than what it was with George. Um, Days Gone was a, yeah, it was a zombie game, but I've done it, you know, with the biker gang. It's done a bit different. Nice mm-hmm. way to go. Last Guardian, I did really like. Um, mainly for me, I loved that atmosphere. I loved being mm. in the echo in the rooms. I loved that the the 
the togetherness of yep. the two characters. And, yeah. Oh, yeah, it does. I'm really sorry, George. I'm going for Last Guardian. I get and the we... deciding vote, though. So uh, no, no, I get to overrule everything. My vote's worth <laughs> two. Fine, put Last Guardian in. See if I care. Uh, <laughs> yeah. don't, don't get a cob on. No, 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 no. You know, next time we're getting a knack Last Guardian straight. <laughs> the banhammer's coming out. Don't Whatever get your emotion personal. attached to is in the bin. No, no, no. You've said it now. <laughs> here's, here's here's John, he's, he's, a, he's dead. I, you you got some I just just full transparency. I even threw the show on here just you know just so you had that representation here. What chance have we got against you two if it goes up against bloody Mumsy? George is having a wobbler. <laughs> Mumsy, I, I don't want he's coming around to play anymore. He's throwing his Lego about Mumsy. <laughs> Mumsy, MLB is um, going to be up versus I don't even know what. You know, I, I don't like know Last yet. of Us Part One or something. Don't you dare! Uh, don't you! Don't you dare! MLP, I, I don't no know yet. I don't know yet. We'll we'll see when we get there. But next up, we have God of War Ragnarok versus Shadow <laughs> of the Colossus. I, I just to start off, I'm going God of War Ragnarok. Hmm. I'm left about another confession here, guys. Oh, we got a spicy take here. Shadow of Colossus. Oh, I don't now. I, I haven't played God of War Ragnarok yet. Oh, my goodness. What have you been doing? <laughs> I, I, was, I was playing Harvest Stella. So oh. that means by default, you've got to go with Shadow of the Yeah, I really enjoy it. Okay, so we got Shadow of the Colossus and one one for V1. George is the deciding Ooh, vote. Payback oh, payback came quick. <laughs> 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 Mumsy, George is picking on us. Mumsy, yeah. bring me my white cat. <laughs> oh, so you want Ragnarok through, do you? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's just me that's, that he's being the vindictive yeah. one against That's now. a bit creepy as well. Oh. How much do you want it to go yeah, through? <laughs> me and Mumsy don't have a cat, so I'll leave it up to your imagination what I'm doing right here. You... It's got a war Ragnarok easily, isn't okay. it? Put it through, yeah. please. Put me out of my misery. Give me, right. give me a battlefield I can fight on and have some credibility. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I understand. I understand. Um, coming up next though is a interesting one. I'm not sure how we're going to vote on this one. It's Gran Turismo Seven versus Uncharted: The Nathan Drake Collection. So that's uh, Uncharted One, Two, and Three. By the way, for you listeners, hang on. Knack gets bundled into one thing. Yeah, because both of those games equal us maybe a six together. Good point. I'm like Uncharted the Nathan Drake Monday. collection. I'm done with this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be Can fair, you get I'm me like a letter excusing me. Tell okay, me okay. For. No, something more serious. Yeah. Fucking ingrown. Tell him I've got a Veruca. Seb knows what one of those is now. It's an ingrown <laughs> it's an ingrown foot wart. Put that down. I forgot about that, but um, but you know, if I was choosing one Uncharted game, which one would I have chosen? Because each of us probably would have had our preferences for like the Uncharted game to represent the Uncharted franchise, other than Lost Legacy and Uncharted Four. So I just put all of them on, like Uncharted okay. One, Two, and Three on there. And the collection so was sold as one, but it was sold as yeah, a it's 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 a bunch. So it's it's that or what? It's Uncharted, the Nathan Drake collection, or Gran Turismo Seven. <sighs> Easy one for me. He's got, to, he's, he's got to be on Chide. 
I, yeah. I enjoyed Grand Grand Turismo Seven, but you know, versus the storytelling and all the fun I've had with those other games, uh, yeah. it has to be that. Yeah, all right. Nice. So, Uncharted for me. Yeah, Uncharted is moving on. Um, so deciding who's going to take on Uncharted in the next round, we have Sifu versus Horizon Zero Dawn. Anyone dares to mess with my girlfriend Aloy, I will, I will kill you. That's two for me as well. I'm, I'm on Horizon's side. I like Sifu, but I also thought Sifu was way too hard and unforgiving when it first came mm. out. So, uh, I, sort of fist souls game, isn't it? <laughs> I, yeah, it is. Games. It is. But yeah. I think it's like, you know, just like y'all were giving Shrey, it's like flowers before y'all take that cow into the stream and beat it to death. Like, I'm doing the same thing with Sifu right now. It's oh. like, it's a good game. It's just like, it's flawed. In a, it's a good game that's flawed. Mm. It never really appealed to me, if I'm honest. But Horizon, and, and, and let me tell you, you know, when I first played Horizon, I didn't click with it. But then when I revisited it, I absolutely fell in love with it. And to be honest, it's one of those games that's permanently on the hard drive, even though its story's been done two times over. It's a fun world. It's so fun. It is. It really is. And, and it feels stories, like an original concept, you know? Yeah. The story's mm-hmm. fascinating, you know, getting into the sort of old world areas and, and just poking around. Like, yeah, maybe over time it could overstay its welcome, but I just can't begin to detail how much fun I've had with that. And and the latest, obviously, Call of the Mountains, one thing, but the Forbidden West, just from the moment it launched, I couldn't put it down. I absolutely fell in love with it. It was a great distraction, especially at the time. I love the game. Put it through. All right, so, so we got two two for Horizon Zero Dawn, and it automatically goes through. And the next up is, if Bobby was here, this might be a legit fight, like, might be a real legit fight. It is Bloodborne versus Astro's Playroom. I know I'm going to vote on this one. I I'm really Astro's like. Oh, I like them Playroom. both. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> 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 I like Astro's Playroom all day, baby. And I yeah. love. I liked Bloodborne, but Bloodborne <laughs> is. A, I liked Bloodborne, but Astro's Playroom, like hey, for a play. For a PlayStation gamer, felt like the like it felt like a anniversary game that just celebrated everything we loved about yeah. PlayStation for the last like twenty year, twenty or so years. It felt like mm, a culmination. Is so crunchy, so good. He can it's take his obtuse, stuff to the street. It's pretty like not very pleasant to you, but once you get the crack of it, if you listen to my thoughts on it, you got to break it down into an Excel spreadsheet of timings and rewards and all that. But once you get it, it's pretty cool. It is amazing. I think it's... Equally so. I actually think I smiled way more during (laughs) Astro's Playroom. So, boom. Let's give it a three-way dance, okay? All right. Let's give it it. Let's do it. All right. So, next up, I'm going to just... Next up, RGT, I want George to go first on this because I legitimately, I'm reading this out and I feel like his heart is going to rip into two. <laughs> I feel like it's just going to rip in half. If this is just one big setup. Oh. Here we oh, go. Oh, Ladies God. and gentlemen, we have Death Stranding taking on Ghost of Tsushima. <laughs> I thought you were going to make it fight the show. I honestly was going to get a plane to Texas. <laughs> <laughs> it's a big state. 
<laughs> I'd have found you. <laughs> and I'd have killed you. <laughs> uh, all right. Like so, half a Morgan, dude. Death Stranding versus Ghost of Tsushima. What you got, George? You go on first on this one. I love and have loved both of those games. But the one that resonated with me the most, the one that everything about it just appealed to me as a gamer on the history of where I've been with gaming, absolutely no doubt about it. And this should be a tough call. It's Death Stranding. Wow. All right. Here's some spicy. Emotional damage. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking too. (laughs) You know, here's here's some spiciness because I'm undisputedly on the side of Ghost of Tsushima. So you're the tiebreaker, RGT. No, I will (laughs) hard on this one. I will override all of this. You you just sit back, young man. I'll pull the plug out. Have you played both of these? We're done. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, both fantastic games. Um, I think for how unique and different it is, plus he delivers things. I'm going with Death Stranding. Yes, I just punched, okay. I just okay. punched my own cabinet, and I've actually cracked a knuckle. And it, it's just that fascinating style of a game that is just so unique and a unique story, and, a, and what you have to do. So I just think it's that's a brave just game so to make, new and, and I think fresh. It's very, yeah, and it's it's not your your standard game. Um, where I think with ghosts it is a bit of that third world, uh, third is. person. Yeah, third person open world. You know, cl- you know, you collect things as well. Whereas I think this Death Stranding was that. This is very different, and I've yeah, reward so for much that, mystique and mystery about it, and then the lore of the BTS and all of the other stuff going mm-hmm. on, and then the the flashbacks and the cutscenes that stitch those together. You know. Mm. Really yeah. flawless big kit. I mean, it's I can I can respect it. You know, this it, is one where I, own, I can get. But, yeah, I can get this. Yeah. Now yes. this one. Oh, Chuck that one up. It's a win. Right. For, it's a win for Death Stranding. I didn't think yeah. it was. I you know when I heard that initially, I was like, oh dear, this <laughs> this is going to end in tears. <laughs> you know, I I thought it might, but you know, you handled that really well. Um, next up, well, it went we through. Have... Seb, that's why. Yeah. <laughs> next up, we have. I'm okay. <laughs> Detroit become human versus infamous second son. Oh, you know, yeah. As much, as much as I like the infamous series, and it was only that recently that I've actually dusted off and actually played all the way through Detroit. But for me, Detroit. Mm. I like Detroit's story a lot. Yeah, fantastic. Was great. You know, Mm. some of it was a little bit obvious, twist and turn wise, but do you know what? When it all came together as one, it paid off. Mm. So I think we're all Detroit. Yep. Yeah, I think so. I dispute him. Sorry, Infamous. Um, Next up, I this one might be a real hard one. It is Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. Fur K, baby. And (laughs) (laughs) versus Uncharted for a Thief's End. Oh, yeah. Watch Don't you dare go down. <laughs> Don't you dare. I'm going versus Uncharted. I love Rift Apart, but, you know, I'm the Uncharted guy, so it's Uncharted for me. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, you know, I'm, uh, you know. You're um, legally obliged to say okay. And if you don't, you've kind of binned your own catchphrase. And, George, are you um going Uncharted? I'm not saying anything right now. Let's put the pressure on you for a change. Let's see. Oh, oh. Oh. 
Let's all right, see. All right. What? All right. So for the, you know, I'm going to be honest here. There's not a shadow of a doubt that I think Uncharted A Thief's End is a better overall game story and package with better characters in every sense, in every form of the fashion. But sticking true to who my character is on this show, You're I'm going to go said. with... I'm gonna go with Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. No, don't do Fur this, Kay, baby. Do Fur not Kay. do this. I love you, George. George, so George, it's up to you. Which one goes? Don't through? let Nolan down. Look, do it for Nolan. As Fur Kay, okay, baby. Let, let's do it by process of elimination. Has Uncharted Four got ray tracing? No, it, it doesn't have Fur K. I, I want to hear. Don't. I want to hear RGT answer. Ray, ray tracing's overrated. That's overrated. Okay. You don't need that. Okay. Now, there are animals <laughs> George, in Uncharted 4. But let me ask you this. <laughs> Did Naughty them. Dog go the next level and employ Fur K on those animals? RGT, <laughs> don't show me your shrine. That just hey. indicates to me, needs girlfriend. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, this isn't working. Please, George. George, please. Mumsy, George is being mean to Does me. Uncharted 4 allow you to seamlessly rip through different universes? And no, ultra it doesn't high speeds with an SSD. That sounds almost like a new catchphrase. Stop creating catchphrases because <laughs> my ones aren't sticking and you can, <laughs> you're just a catchphrase machine. Uncharted 4. It, yeah, it, it deserves to go, so... As much as Fur K was a nice throwaway little wander through whimsy, uh, mm-hmm. Uncharted 4 does an awful lot for its own franchise. Although the fact it's had four shots at this point, I think a little bit egregious, but, you know, it is what it is. It's three shots, right? Because Lost Legacy, Uncharted, um, the Nathan Drake collection, and the and Uncharted 4. Okay, and Golden Abyss isn't going to be in this maelstrom. No, go, no, Golden Abyss. No, no. Well, that was the I, end of the uh, PlayStation exclusives. What's who's waiting at the bottom of the drive now? Stingray. Here he is. It's time for a big. <laughs> <laughs> Africa's right. not in there. Golden Abyss isn't in there. Fat Princess isn't in there. Pain isn't in there. I had to do 60, I had to do 32 of these bad <laughs> boys. Boat Storm RC Adventures in, in there. Come on. Yeah, There's some of these, uh, like, okay, uh, like, you make a good argument that I could have, like, replaced Knack with any of those. Africa. But I threw Knack in here as a joke, if I'm being honest. You ever joke? I knew it was going to be the lamb to the slaughter. I just didn't know what behemoth it would go up against. Who is not a lamb? That was <laughs> a big deal. <laughs> the, the, the knack was nothing but a Dorito like advertisement. Stay with us. We'll be right back. You love listening to podcasts, but have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? Maybe you want to build a brand, grow your business, or are looking for an excuse to talk about your favorite hobby. Whatever your reason for making a podcast, Buzzsprout is the place to start. Since 2009, Buzzsprout has helped over 300,000 people launch their own podcasts. Buzzsprout walks you step-by-step through the whole process and will give you powerful tools to start, grow, and monetize your podcast. Ready to get started? Click the link in the show notes to get our free step-by-step guide to starting your podcast today. 
he was doing things with polygons that no one else could possibly imagine. That could have been a Dorito Super Bowl commercial and no one would have known the difference. You best give me the next matchup. All right. All right. So (laughs) the next matchup, God of War 2018 versus. Dun, dun, dun. Might be the show. Horizon Forbidden West. HZFW, baby. Yeah, same for me. Horizon Forbidden West? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Seb <laughs> <laughs> looks generally shy. I enjoyed God of War. <laughs> do you know what? I enjoyed its sequel. But which franchise do I enjoy more? And I'll be oh honest with you, I enjoy Horizons. The times oh. where I find that God of War, as good a game <laughs> as it is, it ignores its past to like champion Kratos up as this great, you know. I, I just no Horizon. I, I gotta, I gotta it's say, fresh something. and it's it, new and it's doing stuff. You know, God of War's great and everything, but if you're gonna, gonna put them in a scrap like that, you can't expect me to go down on Kratos's side. I get you. I get you. I respect that. I I got to say something. In the history of my stint on the show, I thought I would never be more shocked than I was last week when we talked for 30 minutes about the toilet roll. But here I am, more shocked that God of War <laughs> just got beat out by Horizon Forbidden West. I, I, the original I'm, I'm God of War shocked. as well. Not Ragnarok, nothing like that. It versus Forbidden West. Even if we take it on face value of the scale and scope of each individual game and what it returns. You've got to imagine Forbidden West sort of tops God of War 2018 at every single marker. Wow. I think that's a hot take, but I respect y'all for it. So God of War, God of War has gotten eliminated in the first round, ladies and gentlemen. And now... Ragnarok's a- through. It's not like Kratos isn't represented in some way. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I'm not tripping about it, but... Yeah, y'all. A- <laughs> It does hurt. It does hurt the soul just a little bit, but you know, but in a weird yeah, form of like instant, instant like retribution. Our last matchup is MLB the Show no! versus The Last of Us Part One. It's like Moriarty. You schemed the whole way this comes together. It's like I'll play him like a fish. I'll read him in and I'll read him out. I'll read him in and I'll read him out. I'll give him an opportunity to be controversial. And then I'm going to slap the taste clean upside out of his mouth. Slap a sports game versus renowned heavy hitting story game. Put your game in chops around that, George. MLB the show every time, baby. I don't give a rat's ass. Two's in. All right. All right. Joel, Joel and Lee have had their time. Okay. All right. So um, now, baby. All right. So RGT, who are you voting for? We got one for the show. The Last of Us. I'm not, I'm not voting for an old tin pot baseball game. <laughs> <laughs> tin pot baseball Perfect. 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 He's coming. <laughs> all right so we already know i'm going to the last of us part one so the last i of get us the part overriding vote mlb is going through <laughs> you can't vote twice listen what's it gonna go up against horizon zero dawn horizon forbidden west basically if the two tiers go up together like that unless the next phase is randomized mlb the show is gonna have to face off horizon forbidden west and to be fair it will beat it but you know, then it's got to go up against some like Death Stranding. The whole way, I feel like Seb all week has just sort of orchestrated this whole thing to boil down 
just knows that my process of elimination slowly breaks. He's, he's slowly <laughs> breaking me just as a chipping man. Chipping away at you gently. I want to see away. you cry on air, George. Yeah. Here, here's the Show thing, though. Like, here's the thing. You're so invested on the PlayStation exclusive side. You would have broken no matter what. You know. Yeah. True. Oh, you would have broken life. no matter what because all the PlayStation exclusives are so good. You you even had an argument for Knack here. So I'm like. You were you were destined. This was your destiny to to be ripped apart one by one. I wish I'd laid down <laughs> on the knack uh, side of things there. Or maybe I should have put it through, and then MLB could have fought knack, and it would have been a no brainer. But uh, yeah, uh, if if they would have been randomized, you would have slaughtered knack. Absolutely slaughtered knack. Listen, Last of Us Part One, it's amazing. But I've had Let's- so much fun with MLB, and we've already got a Last of Us title through. I just I've got to say MLB. Let, well, let's talk about it because moving on to the next round, you have The Last of Us Part 1 versus Horizon Forbidden West. George, what which one did your... we put through? Oh, part, Last of Us Part 1 instantly. Like RGT voted for it, I voted for Last of Us. I didn't hear him say it. Let's rewind. I want okay. the judge's decision fourth official right. come in. He wants Last his heart broken. one. Okay, thank you. <laughs> like he wants his heart broken all over again, evidently Argentine. So, the Last of Us Part One. You're American one versus- as well. You're ashamed to the nation's the the sport that defines America. It literally is more American than blue jean and red and white stripes. MLB, the baseball, you know, probably older than America itself, wrapped up in the very history, the fabrication, the smell. Still Last of Us Part 1. The Pines. <laughs> the Last of Us Part 1. The yeah. the seventh inning, everything. The organ music, the everything it's become and symbolizes about the struggle in America represented within a sport that really is for everybody. You can take it at face value or you could go deep on the stats. You can follow the story of some of these amazing players across the history of, of America. as good as Elliot Joel, though. And here's the thing, though, like, yeah, you thing the, is, you, right, their stories are re- like the stories of the MLB are real. That's true. Joel and Ellie is not real. And some of the things that have happened in baseball, they're literally unbelievable. I, I know that it's a bit weak to use the history of all baseball as a sport and weaponize it against a video game. But I was trying to do a hearts and minds exercise to turn you around. To be honest, I believe your heart is chiseled in stone. (laughs) (laughs) You're not really American. And therefore, we should move on to the next round before I say anything more controversial. Okay. All right. Horizon Forbidden West versus The Last of Us Part 1. RGT, I want to start with you here. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. For me... uh, Yeah, Harvey Retro on the phone. Thing is starting starting up a podcast. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Before, before I get sacked, I'll quickly get it in. Uh, Last of Us for me, all day long. What? See, all this right. I knew this would happen. For the sheer story alone and the way. Uh, George, you're up for Horizon Forbidden West versus The Last of Us Part 1. You love both of these games, man. Forbidden West. Okay, Forbidden West? No. Oh, oh no. Oh, no. 
It's like, here's your two children. Which one do you want to slaughter? Fine, you know, it's easy choice. Uh, I'll take Last of Us Part 1. All right, so I, my mm. vote doesn't even matter here. So that moving was, on would be Last of Us Part 1. Ah, that was nasty. That was nasty. Mm. That was just downright it dirty. Felt, I'm so proud of you for making that choice, though. Mm. Um, Detroit Become Human versus <laughs> Uncharted 4, A Thief's End. Oh. Now, look, we're all good friends here. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, just Detroit for me. The story is more significant. It's got more to it. It's interesting. I also think that from an accessibility point of view, Uncharted is a little bit more of the old jumpy, jumpy, jump around Twitch gameplay, whereas Detroit oh. would allow a more generic, oh. broad gamer oh my goodness. access to gaming from a storytelling point of view. So therefore, it has to be Detroit. Oh, my goodness. Have your ears, Nolan. Oh, my goodness. So I think one has a... What's your official vote? Mine. Was, let's face oh, mine. it. Mine. It says Detroit. No. <laughs> no, 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 Uncharted 4 for me. <laughs> In a rare feat of like disbelief no. here, I'm agreeing with George on this one. No, Detroit become human no! advances. No, I, I, Do you know what? You got to take the small win sometimes. Yeah, I really like Uncharted 4, but. I also know that like Uncharted, the legacy, uh, like uh, the Nathan Drake collection is like up for grabs here as well. So I'm like, I I think three is my favorite Uncharted game. So I think I'm going to roll with Uncharted, the Nathan Drake collection. Next up, we have Astro's Playroom versus Death Stranding. I don't care anymore. <laughs> oh, welcome to my world. <laughs> I've got my game surrounding me like corpses on a World War One battlefield. You still you've got had, Death Stranding. Yeah. Want, I want Death Stranding. You still got that Death Stranding. I'm, I'm Astro's <laughs> Playroom right now over Death Stranding. Like Death Stranding versus Astro's Playroom is you put is Death Stranding through. That's how I'm pulling I'm, the plug I'm, on the whole show. I'm Astro. <laughs> I'm Astro. What do you got, RGT? You're the deciding factor. Death Stranding's even in Astro's. So. It's come down to Astros versus Death Stranding. Yeah, for this round. And you can't, how can you look people in the eye and keep your credentials on air by putting Astro through over Death Stranding? Because I mean, it's a totally celebration of all the PlayStation, man. Yeah. And it introduces that controller so well. Oh, it, it wow. Can be, it can be played by oh, all wow. types of gamers. You're putting through a tech demo. Ooh. Oh, I would say that tech demo has like more innovation mm. than anything in Death Stranding. Oh my god, <laughs> I am literally done. Go outside and check the mail. You've played Death Stranding, I have, and to me, like, way more emotional journey. It's All a right. no brainer. I find this really tough. Yeah, you're the Look, let's factor. get off the fence. You're gonna go chasing the Astro bot. No, fix. I'm not, just no, get it done. No, 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 I'm going Death Stranding because oh, I I loved Astro's Playroom, but George did say a bit of a thing. It's a bit of a tech demo. It's very good, mm -hmm. 
and it is a celebration of PlayStation, but I just think Death Stranding is so different and so unique, I think it needs to go through. I can respect that. I can respect Ooh, RGT's that. RGT's obviously got something coming up he's nervous about and wants my buy. It's just like, yeah, if we club up now... It's a I, I think... <laughs> no, I, I, think... Just want, I just want to get you Death Stranded as far as possible, then I am dropping it. Oh, <laughs> oh so I was going to say it's a little bit like a Royal Rumble where a pact gets made at the yeah. start, yeah. and then a, basically the whole drawer of cutlery is embedded in someone's yeah. spine minutes later. Okay. <laughs> no, seriously, right. I just, so, no, seriously, I think it deserves to go through it. Is that unique? I can respect that. Here, here's where the, the fisticuffs come out. Like, this is going to be the hardest one where I feel like you two are really going to have to debate it out because it is Uncharted, the Nathan Drake collection versus. Horizon Zero Dawn. You see, dude, that collection is a collection of old games, basically. <laughs> He's already... And they've not even bothered high-resing up the first game that much. It looks awful. And, you know, I like the PS3 aesthetic, I do, but that Uncharted collection, which is what we're debating here, was lazy, okay? It was sloppily put together. Never been so insulted in all my life. <laughs> and, and also... Yeah. <laughs> Mrs. RGT agrees with me. She's done with this Uncharted Drivel. All right? She's done with it. How dare you? She wants to see strong female representation in gaming. Okay? And she likes robot dinosaurs. Well, she likes robot dinosaurs. Well, she likes turkey-shaped dinosaur things down on plate. <laughs> so I am if you add these here. together, hang on, said, don't disturb a man when he's working his magic. Okay, the, gotcha. There's, you know... I will go tail out the tops and tails at Mrs. Smith's B and B in Norwich for OLL. I will take I will take the bottom. I have no idea what any of those words meant. <laughs> help me, RGT, and you tell can, me you can, take, you can take the top. Uh, help me at RGT um, really quick and tell me what you're voting for. Um, I'm looking at my Nathan Drake figure. He's crying at me at the moment, so I'm going the Nathan Drake collection. Purely oh, really? for the how good those games are. They deserved to get their re- remaster. Embarrassing yourself right now, Fred. Oh. <laughs> and also, it's a collection. You get you get three games here. You get hours worth of play. Horizon's one game. Sorry, that's uncharted for me all the way. All right, so I think we got one for Zero Dawn and one for Uncharted. Mm-hmm. Damn, y'all, y'all really made me be the desi- deciding vote in this. Oh, I can I, overrule it, though. So let's just see what happens. And no, we'll you just, you, it you, you, I didn't abuse that part for MLB, you know, just, but I might abuse it here. Just, just, just let Seb, who's a really, really nice guy, Oh. Probably one of my closest friends. Just let Seb decide. You don't need oh, to try. Oh wow, and, that's very you sweet of you. Argentina. You don't need to try and win Seb over just because he is just one of the best people I've ever met in my life and really influential to me. So you don't need to try and win really him well over. endowed. You know, I think he's really well endowed. He's handsome, most handsome man I've ever seen. You know, he, he's good on the mic. He, you know, he, he does all that good stuff. You know, he's just a great guy. You know, Texan, Texas. I would say Texas, but I think it's too small. I'd say the USA. No, that's too small. The world's greatest dude. Oh, y'all butter me up like a biscuit right now. <laughs> that's another. That's another one. Catchphrase. <laughs> Why am I buttering him up? He's slaying my heroes left, right, and Chelsea. Oh my goodness! Put us out of our misery. All right, I'm going to go with Uncharted: The Nathan Drake. Collection. Overruled. Okay, move through Horizon. 
Okay. All right. So next up, we have Trico, the last guardian versus God of War Ragnarok. That'd be God of War Ragnarok, wouldn't it? Based on the actual... I've got to wear Ragnarok as well, so it ain't even a question here. I thought you were going to wade in. When you said no, I was like, what yeah, the... I th- I Do I get to slay Trico? Pull back his feathered visage and just slit its throat right in front of Seb, watch it bleed out. Like, what do you think of that now? <laughs> no, no. You're, you're going to get your revenge coming up very shortly. I, I have a feeling, but yeah... Uh, God of War for me easily. Like I think that's one of the best stories I've ever played in a video game. So, um, yeah, RGT, you're probably since you haven't played God of War, I'm going to give you the automatic vote for the Last Guardian here. Is yeah, that okay? I would have done. Yeah, yeah. All right. Done, yeah. So, all right. So, God of War moves on to the next round, and let's see who faces God of War Ragnarok because in this round, I think we have the hardest, hardest matchup we've we've gotten so far that is uncharted the lost legacy the last representation oh no never mind i did vote uncharted through so it is uncharted the lost legacy versus is marvel's spider-man oh god Ooh. like why is it why <sighs> i love both of what did games. lost legacy beat to get to this lost legacy beat knack it had the easiest road so far yeah exactly and that's why it's getting it's done <laughs> Spider-Man, it's a no-brainer. If you're sucking on your fingers, trying to feign like, oh, this is a close call for me, RGT, you're done. Seb's done. Get this whole thing off the air. It's garbage. I've seen a Spider-Man. new side to you, George. Moving I've on. seen a new side to you, and I do not like it. How many? <laughs> right, dude, if you carry on the way you're going, it's going to be Uncharted 4 versus Nathan Drake Collection versus the last... Uncharted, versus... Uncharted like... 4 got, um, got yeah. slaughtered by Detroit Become Human, remember? A got, fair and proper yeah. decision. I don't want to see two Uncharted games in the final. Lost Legacy. Oh, oh, open mouth. Oh, oh, how, no. You can't. You can't do this. This is not okay. I don't. Like I, this, I don't George. think you need Bring to be long winded. I don't think you need to be long winded about it because I'm Spider Man all the way. Because I think this is the best. Like before this, this was like. Spider-Man was a floundering IP. This game brought Spider-Man back into the yeah. video game mainstay. I'll be honest with you, you are right as Spider-Man. Thank God. Right, yeah, next. I <laughs> yeah, I was just like, I don't think it was that oh, hard. Oh, you can't not do honest. You can't do that. Oh, no. It's like, get Spider-Man through. Come on. I, George is bullying me again. I'm going to lose this fight right here. But Why like, do you call uh, my mummy Mumsy? It's very weird. <laughs> Feels right. Moving on, we got Persona Five <laughs> Royal versus Spider Man Miles Morales. Sorry, what was it? That was Spider Man Miles Morales versus Persona Five Royal. So RGT, your vote <laughs> yeah. automatically goes to Spider Man Miles Morales because you yep. haven't played Persona Five. No, nope, George, great. you've played both of these games. Where where's your vote going? Ooh. Well, we just put Spider-Man through, and as much as Miles Morales was an interesting take with a cut-down story, which I actually think benefited the game. Hold on, let me add some spice <clears> to this. You're the deciding vote because I'm Persona Five Royal. So, with I that mean, information, do it with what you will. I, I, I was spicy. I, I was mid KFC special spice sprinkle. Oh, okay, my bad. Sorry. Um. So yes, Miles Morales cut-down version. 
some would say DLC at mm. best, slightly egregious because I actually think the cut-down form helps it maintain a good pace from beginning to end. But versus Persona 5, of any form, uh, it's horses for courses. There's some gamers that are going to be like absolutely sick in their hands over Persona, but I just believe that it deserves to go through versus that. Common sense dictates it's the right thing to do. And yeah, I'm right there with you. So I got legitimately 200 hours out of Persona 5. So I'm like, I'm I'm instantly on Persona 5 side. All right, so moving on, Persona 5 Royal. Um, let's see who fights Persona 5 Royal in that, that matchup. Because next up we have Persona 4 Golden versus The Last of Us Part 2. Last of Us Part 2. Mm, and Last of Us Part 2, too, yeah. as well. Persona 4 versus Persona 5 in the next round. and Last of Us. That would have been interesting, though. Yeah, because I'd have voted for 4. I would have voted for 5. So, yeah. Well, <laughs> that would have been. No idea. Yeah. <laughs> so, that could have been a dodgy call. That would have All been right. great. <laughs> yeah. So, the, so, moving on, um, we had The Last of Us beating Persona 5, uh, Persona 4 Golden. The Last of Us Part 2 moves on and it faces Persona 5 Royal. Um, RGT, you're instantly voting for Last of Us Part 2 because that's the one you played, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, all one right, of my favorite so games of all time, so yeah. I, I'm going to make... I'm just going to be spicy and make George the deciding vote. I'm going to go Persona 5 Royal. So what were the choices here again? Last of Us Part 2 versus Persona 5 Royal. You're the deciding vote. Cool. The toughie. That is a real toughie. By mm. the way, I'm not salty either way. I love both of these games. I think yeah. both of these might be top five PlayStation games of all time at this point. Playing through it at the moment, as I am, there's something about... I've let that game rest since completing it back in the day, and I've I've come back to it most recently. And there's something about like the nuances that you didn't see the first time around. Like, I know there's lots of detail in, in, in Persona. I, I know that. You know, but for me as a gamer, some of the way that the story is told, the interactions, the risks it's ta- it takes, it's got to be Last of Us Part Two. I can respect mm. that. I can mm. respect that. I I will go on a limb right now and say I think Last of Us Part Two is the best stealth game of all time. And depends how you play on- it. What's up? Depends how you play it. There's me yeah, trying for to sure. headbutt the rat king. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. But yeah, like the mechanics there, I've never seen anything like it. And I think it, if like, I think it pushes the genre of gaming forward versus mm. Persona 5 Royal is just another RPG. Well, the most straight laced RPG possibly you can possibly play right now, but it's just another RPG at that point. I think that's, it, that's a good point. It's, it's mm-hmm. a great RPG. The slick transitions, the storytelling and everything like that do raise it up. You know, it is a great game, but versus the emotional rot of what they've actually used the Last of Us Part 1 to pay off into, it's a no-brainer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So let's decide what meets The Last of Us Part 2 in heading towards one of the, the final four, so to speak. Knack. We have... Surprise. Yeah, Knack made, <laughs> made it this far. Surprise, everybody. <laughs> it's double elimination, baby. No, but seriously, um, it is Marvel Spider-Man versus God of War Ragnarok. I'm going to say Marvel Spider-Man. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm Spider-Man. God of War Ragnarok. Oh, okay, so Spider-Man. I've been outvoted. 
Okay, Spider-Man, Spider-Man. Does whatever right. Kratos can't. <laughs> yeah, evidently, <laughs> evidently. <laughs> evidently. Um, all right, so let's There was see. something about Spider in in its defense, I got a War Ragnarok was an amazing story, but it was a little heavy on the emotion. Whereas Spider-Man, I'm not saying it doesn't have a story beat, but it's just quite a little bit more of a light again in its tone and its playability. It is. And, and and certainly mm. What could be said about the God of War reboot series and even historic is it's a very linear journey. Whereas Spider-Man, you can just live out your Spider-Man fantasy if you want to without mm-hmm. even doing one single story mission. And for that reason alone, depth of content uh, and accessibility got to be Spider-Man. I can respect that. I'm going to save my Spider-Man fight for, for later on. And so next up, we have Uncharted Nathan Drake Collection versus... Death Stranding. Wah, wah, wah. No RGT, who are you going for? I'm Chuck. Okay. George, who are you going for? with you? <laughs> Honestly. Smug face. This might be so the most blind. fun I've had on this podcast. Anyone who's listening now, it's time to join the Discord. It's time to initiate a pylon. Come to me, my German brothers. That's just wunderbar. Vovonstu, Ishvone in Norfolk. We're all going to move to Norfolk, okay? We're all going to live in a nine and nine familian house and we're going to pour scorn on you. The video game or like the actual score? No, on RGT personally. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. That's very me. Me and my German brothers, my brooders, we're going to come together and we're going to end you because it's Death Stranding. Bring it on, Sunchard. Death Stranding, you've made it this far. Kudos to you. You've come a long way. You've It's the Hobbit's tale, so to speak, for Death Stranding. But unfortunately, you got slayed at Mordor because Uncharted, the Nathan Drake collection, is moving on. Meiner Deutsche Bruders booked the flight to Texas. <laughs> we've, got a, we've got a bigger scalp here now. All right, so let's see what meets Uncharted, the Nathan Drake collection, in the final four, we have Detroit Become Human, which, by the way, is the Cinderella story of this whole tournament. It shouldn't have made it this far, probably, versus The Last of Us Part One. Hang on, what? <laughs> Get ready for a jewel train. So what How have we got <laughs> here? Just, just enlighten me again as to what my ears have just told my brain that it heard. That it's the Cinderella story of this whole tournament? Yeah, so what's versus what? It is Detroit Become Human versus The Last of Us Part One. Oh, God. Does it? Death Stranding is gone, and we're arguing about this. Does it have another upset <laughs> up its no. sleeve right here? Well, tell me how you're voting. Me, personally? I'm The Last of Us Part One. It's not even a question. Me, too. How can we have Last of Us Part One and Part Two going through? If these end up facing each other but in the final, I... we're done. Yeah, but if they if they deserve to go through, they deserve to go through. It matter. And, I mean, that's the way. If they're good, they're good. That's the way the cookie crumbles, man. I knew this that's tournament cool. would be dangerous. Last of Us it, Part One, put it through. Put it uh, through. The crazy thing is, is like the like this is randomly generated. These two could have fought each other in the Absolutely first round. Absolutely no way this is randomly generated. You have sat down and thought through every nuance. If he says that, <laughs> then that will happen. Then if that happens, that will put that there. And I want to see in the final. It's gonna the final is gonna be so egregious, formulated specifically to what angers me as a gamer. 
that I'm going to rage quit the show. And I, I think, think you'll be both, happy. I think you've both conspirated this. I think you'll be. I think you'll be happy with them, unless the MLB you, got a that. got a an MVP pass through to the final. You knew, you knew darn well that MVP, uh, like MLB, wasn't going to be in the final of this tournament. Actually, do you know what? Thinking about it logically, it's the only place next PlayStation exclusive really to be available on every single format really possible out there right now. So, in that case, for broadening gaming as a whole with an ML with a, a Sony franchise. MLB should win everything on this list. It should be everything because it's taking the leap into the unknown. It's daring to exist on other platforms. And equally so, bravely enough, that if you've got Games Pass, it's free of charge. Even to You're making day. the argument that it yeah. didn't deserve to be on this list at all because it's not technically exclusive anymore. What, what, what I should have argued that very <laughs> at the beginning and then I could have saved its face. Yeah, you could have. I did, you know, I put MLB the show, meaning the whole entire franchise. So, uh, so audience, it used to be good. It, it's crap now. Moving well, on. Before you give us the corrections, <laughs> you know, like yeah, the, it used to be an exclusive. So we're we're gonna go with that. Um. Anyways, Uncharted: The Nathan Drake Collection versus The Last of Us Part One. Let's let RGT sweat this one out. These are his two babies, his mumsies, his. Mummy mummies, so to speak. Mm. RGT, which one is it going to be? Keep in mind, Nathan Drake is staring at you from the corner. Um, he's, he, yeah. Listen, he sleeps with that statuette, Seb. Don't let him fool you. Mm-hmm. Nothing wrong with that. I like him. You told me that was a you told me that was a mold release hole in the back of that sculpture. But something tells me it's a little bit like a wormhole to me, pal. That's all okay. I'll say. Okay. RGT, let's, let's, let's think oh. out loud here. Where, what direction are we leaning towards? Gears of War. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I'm really confused because my game I really wanted to win was Uncharted 4. That's gone. Mm-hmm. So the Uncharted collection. It's fantastic, but it's not Uncharted 4. Oh, uh, but then Last of Us is just something. I don't have a, I'm going to have to vote Last of Us. I'm Last yes. of Us as well. I'm Last of Us as well. I respect you, RGT, for having to come to terms with that internally, though. Yeah, you're going to have to give me a minute. That's... Yeah. Or George, Next. which way were you going to vote? It'd be Last of Us, wouldn't it? Actually, yeah. I think it was Uncharted. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he is the Joker right now. He's just creating anarchy. He takes pleasure in seeing my pain. That's what it is. Yeah. The master you manipulator. Could, oh. You could have had Uncharted through, man. That's crazy. All right. No, so, was, what was I thinking? Yeah. Yeah. No, Last of Us, that should go through. Last of Us. Yeah, I understand. So let's see what will meet it in the finals. The What is going to be the top two PlayStation franchise? Like, well, it's Last two. of Us 1 and 2, isn't it, right now? From what I, I've lost count. but It is. <laughs> it, right, now, the, right now, the final three right now, Last of Us Part 1 is in the finals right now. But to, to see which games are going to meet it, we have Last of Us Part 2 versus Marvel's Spider-Man. Oh, come on. 
Oh, dear me. Just to make sure that the show isn't left off air, we've got to put Spider-Man through. Why? Can't have a final where Last of Us fights Last of Us. We can. That's Why how not? good the game's Why are. Not? That's how good. Dessert. If they get there, they get there. Um, that's Last of Us Part 2 for me. Ooh. Right, from an accessibility point of view, from being able to access all ages and demographics, to be able as you know, my love for the games is undisputed, but Spider-Man, from a sales point of view as well, wipes the floor with this game. We're not talking about sales here. We're well, talking about which one's the, the better game, game though. I'm putting it all, I'm trying to stack it all up. And I actually think that Spider-Man could win this. And I think it deserves to go through to the finals and mix it up a little bit, if I'm being honest. If it was down to storyline and, and all that, then... I mean, have you forgotten the climactic skyscraper fight? That wasn't for nothing. The emotional character that was developed between... Doc Ock and Spidey that came to, you know, although it was obvious, if you know your Spider-Man history, the payoff at the end of that game was real. You know, when the Spider-Man... payoff between Abby and, and mm. Abby and um, um, Ellie, though? Oh, my mm. goodness. When I've never had a game you know? made me think like Last of Us Part 2 has. Don't. Oh, so, my Because goodness. I'm trying to, like, make this spicy... Well, I'm gonna be real with you here, George. Like, put Last hey. of Us Part Two through, but now I just I, can't I, sit down comfortably I, because we're gonna <laughs> argue about which is a better Last of Us game. I am. Go- I'm voting for Spider Man. Oh, brilliant. Oh, oh. I'm voting Spider Man. Oh, tactical really? voting. I'm gonna vote Spider Man as well. Push it through. Because here's the reason why, RGT. Before, before, like, before you you think I'm just being spicy for spicy sake. I think Spider Man had a moment that I've never experienced in any Spider-Man lore before, and I'm a comic book fan. Right now, I'm wearing an MCU, like, a original comic book short, like, T-shirt right now. Like, the fact that they went, like, spoilers for Spider-Man, like, five years later, but, like, the fact that they did, like, that that twist with Aunt May, like, I never, I, I never got hit like that in a Spider-Man story before. Mm. And yeah. I felt like, the felt like the fact that she the the final things that like she tells Peter at the end of the game are like moving, extremely moving. It, it hit me out of nowhere. So I'm mm. like, I think that surprise factor. I also like the aspects to where like that game is permanently on all of our PlayStations because it is so fun to just swing around New York City. Mm. They mastered a game mechanic to its fullest. Absolutely. Yeah, they did. They did. And I think if Spider-Man had faced nearly any other game on this list that would have gone through, apart from Last of Us Part 2 for me, mm-hmm. because I, I think that is the... Games can be emotional, and games can really tell you a story, but I've never known, including Spider-Man, which is a brilliant story, I've never known a game like Last of Us Part 2 to tell a story that well, to have you involved in it, and to make you do things that technically most games will make you do things you want to do. Last of Us Part 2 makes you do things you don't want to do to tell yeah. you that story, and I think that's quite unique, and that's why I still think it is one of the greatest games ever made. It's but frustrating because it's I It's tough because actually... Spider-Man is absolutely fantastic game, hence I'm still playing it. You know, you I, know. All right, I'll be inclined so... to say that Part 2 could beat Part 1 out, really, depending on which version we're talking about, but... George yeah. the deciding vote. Yeah, I want to put Spider-Man through. I think mm. it's the right thing to do. All mm. right. Spider-Man goes through in a very narrow vote. Um, 
And so in the finals, we have The Last of Us Part One. Can you can you do Spider-Man. one of your famous buffering drum rolls? Someone who knows what they're doing. RGT, you know someone who knows what they're doing with music. They need to take the perfect perfect. Yeah. Which I don't think I was saying perfect. I think I was saying like clove of garlic, but you all heard it as perfect. I don't know what Yeah, I heard it as perfect, perfect, perfect. Yeah. Over and over again. Yeah, I don't I don't think it was that. I was talking about Big Juicy Melons, the, the video game. I don't really think that perfect was the word I'd be using. <laughs> You're lucky it didn't get stuck on melons, 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 melons. <laughs> that would have been perfect. Yeah. Okay, so what we got in the final then? Your drum roll's done. Turn into a Marvel beatbox. Spider-Man versus yes. The Last of Us Part 1. I mean, here's my hot take for what it's worth. I know it won't it isn't worth much. Last of Us Part One was a very, very you gotta look at it through the lens of the late PS3 era. It had been downtrodden, that console. It had been leaned on. It was a little bit of a underdog. And then right in the end of its life, right in the end of its life. After all the exclusives roadmap, they pulled out Last of Us. It saved the PS3. It, it was one of the deciding factors that kind of inched it ahead of 360 for sure. And it was certainly a game that captured everyone's attention. That story, so compelling and so interesting, has actually hooked non-gamers in to an HBO show that by rights on paper had no chance, really in the wave of movie and TV cash-ins over the years, it really probably could have boiled down to a derivative mess. The fact that it hasn't done that and people mm. are picking up PS5s and droves speaks such strong words to The Last of Us Part 1's initial story. Great. And really I also cool. think as well, most, I say most, not all, but most TV or film adaptations of video games don't work. The Last of Us has worked because the story is that good in that game. It transits over to TV really well. That's how good that story is in that game. That it is, People are now loving the TV show that much, I think. That's so well written. Neil Druckmann is an absolute genius at writing. Well, masterclass. Mm-hmm. Equally masterclass. so, it's up against Spider-Man. Yes. A game that's for all ages. Mm-hmm. a game that's sold incredibly well, a game that's reviewed well, a game with a story that's strong mm-hmm. and impactful, mm-hmm. albeit in a story, in a superhero-style telling, which does make it probably a little bit more bubblegum versus Last of Us Part 1. But as much as I love Spider-Man for its playability and the, the fact that you can just hop on and muck around, gives you a world to play with, Last of Us is the better game. Yeah, I think for Spider-Man, you think how many superhero games we've had, I think Spider-Man stands head and shoulders above anyone. What Insomniac done with that game is fantastic. And like I said for saying earlier, the for me anyway, the, the swinging mm. through the cities is spot on. The story, the city itself. It's so well paced that game. I think it's brilliant. I didn't find it. Yes, it is a 
your side missions are side missions, you know, like you get any other games, but I never found them boring. I found them a challenge. I found them brilliant. I love the story. And I'm not a superhero fan, but that game I think is absolutely phenomenal. So I think it's, it is very, very close this vote, I think. They're two different genres, but both both carried out very, very well. Both are at the top of their game in their genre, I think. But for me, my vote will have to be The Last of Us. Okay. So, by proxy, The Last of Us automatically wins. Mm. So, shout-outs to The Last of Us. I was going to say Last of Us as well. The reason being is because, like, I think The Last of Us Part 1 is a, or at least The Last of Us in general, is a perfect video game. I, from beginning to end, the storytelling, the pacing, yeah. everything about it mm. is the is a perfect video game. Versus Spider-Man has side quests to this day that irk me. I cannot fathom why they put the Mary Jane stealth missions in that game. I I, I don't even, know how that even got through. to the point of some of the... The um, pigeon hunting? Oh, that I don't find bad. so egregious, but some of the challenges um, I like don't the, enjoy. Mm-hmm. I know, think for me, I think... Taskmaster challenges, I feel. And in, the same thing in Miles Morales when you have that other character, the one that... The girl who gives you all the challenges. You know, I don't Oddball. like... Oddball. Screwball. Screwball, that's what it was, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, much the same. And that's where it starts to run a little bit dry. Um, A little oh, bit I like... Think- you get a lot of games that are side missions, like, you know, you have a game that you your Assassin's Creed and bits and pieces, or even Hogwarts Legacy, you know, oh, I've dropped this by the river, can you go and get it? You go and get it, come back. What I liked about Spider-Man is they use the Spider-Man techniques in, you know, like, you, I know it's catching pigeons, that sounds silly, but you're using the swing through the city, you're using what he does best on a side mission. You're not just going to pick something up from the water and take it back. You have to actually swing and catch the pigeons and if anything, it helps you actually get better at the game. That's what I liked about it. It uses the game engine, you know, and what what is best at in the in those side missions. It does actually, you know, by the time you finish Spider-Man, I think we're talking about a game here that's just lost, but it mm. it allows you to become so adept with the controls by teaching mm. you so gently Definitely. over the entirety of the game that by the end of it, you're an absolute boss. Yeah, you are. Um, but and that skill of- fade does not exist. You can hop back on that after six months and you can still do a hundred combo, you can still smash the guys into the ground easy peasy. It's that rewarding and fulfilling, mm. but you know, I'm down. But le- I'm down. But let's it. be honest though, speaking of boss fights, like I think they kind of butchered the pacing a bit by introducing the sinister sticks in this or that, like in the one single game. And I don't think they did a really good job at fleshing out any of those villains. It was just felt like they were just put in for like mm, the sake true. of putting all those villains in. And I'm like, the Vulture fight in that game, not the Vulture and Shocker dynamic fight wasn't really that good. The Shocker fight in the like the bank is bad. And the boss fight of that is just overall bad. And it's like, I don't think they did a good job with their villains in the game outside of um, the, of Negative and Doc Ock and Tombstone. Tombstone is a really good villain in that game mm. as well. Like, Tombstone missing. But like... I I can look at flaws of Spider-Man and say like, oh, that they probably should have let that cook a little bit more or like, oh, that probably should have been tested out. And like they probably should have left that on the cutting room floor. There's like a good 30 percent of that game where you can cut out the fat and have like a perfect video game there. And mm. and The Last of Us pacing the story, the gameplay, everything about it is like that perfect video game, even though. The Last of Us Part Two has better gameplay elements. Mm. The Last of Us Part One is just like 
amazing. It is mm. to this day, you can put you can like put someone who hasn't really played a video game on the, on the couch and they'd be enthralled with that story and that game mm. versus Spider-Man. It it's it, sure all audiences can play that game, but like there are going to be people that look at that like, oh, that's just another superhero game and like superhero story that they mm. they might not be into, you know? Yeah. And to be honest, that story goes all kind. It has a three, three arc kind of dynamic. And that third arc is completely different than that first arc. And they kind of like, if you really think about it, don't really fit very well together. Well, like the fact that all that's like the whole city is basically poisoned in that third arc. And you still have all these elements of criminals still doing crimes without wearing like any sort of mask or anything or being affected by the the poison that is affecting the rest of the city. Like there's some holes that you can poke into that story versus mm. The Last of Us where like it feels like a very concise, well thought out project. So, mm. yeah, I, I think The Last of Us is a amazing game. I think both of these are amazing. To games, be honest, but, I yeah. can't wait to see like a compilation of Last of Us 1 and 2, but with the with the UCP recommendation on the front of yeah. it. Mm-hmm. I see it happening. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I, I think it's a good, good tournament though. Like, well, Chance, what do that, you think about it? I, yeah, I, I, I really enjoyed that. I think we would need one for Nintendo. We need one for Xbox. It'd be nice. I already to have got it made. Yeah. It'd be nice yeah. to see a UCP ranking of all the exclusives and um, be interesting mm. to see how we settle down on the Xbox and Nintendo side of the field. So um, Nintendo one might take a while, so depends how far back you're going to go. I I have an idea for that one. I think we might do the Nintendo one. Like, even though I have a bracket already made, I kind of think we might need to do it the same way we do our Game of the Year awards, where we look at, I can give y'all a list of all the, like, Nintendo exclusives, and y'all y'all rank y'all's top 10. I think that, read would it be, out like yeah. that. that would be interesting. Good idea, yeah. yeah. And if... The, if if we do them all slightly differently as well, I think that would be fun. But uh, the tournament could be interesting though, because like imagine Breath of the Wild going up against like Mario sixty four in the. I'd be absolutely cutthroat in that Nintendo one. There'd be yeah. scalps left, right, in Chelsea. I'd take no quarter whatsoever. Our would, Super Mario three versus Breath of the Wild in the first round. Oh man, the tournament has such a good like Breath of the Wild though. is flushed. Done. See RGG, RGT's face right now? We need to do the tournament one. The, the content is there, man. Next week, Ninty, Ninty Show. Okay. okay, that's all well and done. Seb, thank you for organizing that. A little bit like the Vince McMahon of the show. You've orchestrated the King of the Ring tournament. And it's well done, Seb. Brilliant. A few tears, a little bit of upset. Some would say quality won out in the end, and uh, you'd be wrong because that didn't get there and Death Stranding was <laughs> out on the ground. So was Horizon. Detroit become human. Days gone. MLB falling at the first hurdle. I mean, to be honest, I've been involved in dirty bar fights over a bag of salt and vinegar crisps and a spilled shandy (laughs) uh, over lesser egregious things. But it is what it is. A man who's not scared of a bar fight or some cheap salt and vinegar crisps is Stingray. And he's here. It's time for a peek in what we affectionately call Stingray's boot what's nestled between some counterfeit nappies and a dodgy copy of Battle Friend all this week. These are the new release highlights for week March 13th to March 19th, 2023. Listeners, these are out on digital, physical, or will be by the time this podcast in your feed, but could be region dependent. Steady on, Ray. Now, I don't know how you're seeing Ray today, but I'm seeing him as Wayne Porter Bridges. And if I look closely at his chest, he's regrowing an embryonic 
Wayne Ray in his bridge baby jar. Okay. Because you make him sound like the rat king. He's he's a little bit more than that. I don't know what he is. He's in he's impregnated himself and had another Wayne Ray. Trace wasn't involved. That's why he's growing in a jar. Much much like Ray, though, he's the Audi version of everything. He, he's just in a dirty blue anorak. And that what looked like a bridge baby jar is actually one of those small bio orb fish tanks uh, filled <laughs> with what looks like gherkin juice. Uh, and then lit with a very cheap one pound pound land LED light that's been on 30 seconds and already faded to barely registerable on the back of my retinas. But I get the vibe, okay? And he's here to fight for the lost PlayStation exclusives. Seb, pray tell. How are you seeing the ray? The Ray, I see him uh, like I always do, upside down, bowling pin shaped man wearing a Vince McMahon like style like suit, and Ooh. he's just watching, walking around behind me, just doing like the Vince McMahon walk where he's kind of like flabbing his arms as he's kind of walking around. And wow! I don't know why he is. I think he's just feeling the power right now. That is the Ray right now, but he's looking on at our PlayStation. He's kind of muttering to himself about our PlayStation exclusive bracket that we just did, our tournament, and. You know, he's a little disappointed that I didn't include certain games in this tournament right now, but, you know, it is what it is. I, I, I understand why you didn't do that, because if you put Africa in, it would have won. And I know that the credibility of the show would be questioned if a Safari photographing game had actually become nailed as a PlayStation exclusive. Yeah, Ooh. he's mad I didn't put the the cult classic known as Toomba in, in this game right now. I, I'm upset that, you know, Ghost Hunter's not in there. Primal. Mm. The getaway. At this point, I might as well put Gex and Blasto in here as well. Yeah, get him in. Get him yeah. in. Where's Jumping <laughs> Flash? Where's Legend of Dragoon? Ugh. Where's Infamous 2, bare minimum? I should have just did the Infamous series. Let's just put it like that. And it mm. still would have got knocked down the first round because... <laughs> it still would have got knocked down the first round. Let's be honest here. Last of Us... Wow. Okay, infamous. Hot infamous could have re- infamous could have the whole series could have replaced Second Son in our first round against Detroit Become Human, and Detroit Become Human probably would still won that matchup. No. RGT, what do you think? Detroit. Now I'm telling you, Detroit Become Human. How are you seeing the rage? Get on with it now. <laughs> um, <laughs> well. I think Ray already know who is going to win this tournament because he's he's dressed as a very Snack. very now he's dressed as a very <laughs> very thinning Joel, and Wayne is a very little <laughs> Wayne a is very Ellie. little Ellie, <laughs> and he's got he's got Ellie's wig on. He's got a... <laughs> that's so great. He's, he's even got a little shiv in his back pocket. He looks good. <laughs> Yeah. George, how are you seeing the Ray? Like I say, like uh, Wayne Porter Bridges, he's rocked up with his bridge baby, uh, like Ray Porter Bridges, he's rocked up with uh, Wayne on his chest and uh, in gherkin juice, and that's that. Is he <laughs> I, doing anything special though? That's what I'm curious about. He's just does he have a shiv? To be honest, he's skulking around. He's got what looks like a biohazard container with the words 
knack on it. Now, you see, knack, if you've played the game, is a weapon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he can even be at molecular level. And what I'm kind of wanting to do is to pop the catches on either side of the biohazard kit, open it up, and let Knack run wild over you two. He would literally go sub-atomic, go in through your nose, burst out, absorb your self into himself, and then perform the same move on RGT while patting me on my back and saying, you know the difference between a good exclusive and a bad exclusive. You've, you're all right. You know, I just realized Knack is just a bootleg Kirby. Mm. Oh, my God. I just realized that. I don't know why I die on the hill for <laughs> Knack all the time. Like, honestly, yeah. I'm wasting my space. <laughs> let's, let's dive in. Rough Justice, 84 on the PC, March 13th. Get out of the way, Ray. I'm having this. Uh, do do what it takes to make your fledgling security agency thrive in this 80s noir, crime-busted, dirty-crossing, vengeance-seeking, board game-inspired strategy game with dice and cards. Hmm. Hmm. Um, Escape from the Red Planet PC, March 14th. Escape from the Red Planet simplifies resource management, tower defence, and first-person mechanics into a singular arcade experience. On the latest mission to Mars, the Orion 3 crash-landed with Martian attacks looming. Houston most definitely has a problem. Also coming out on March 14th, you have the Forest Cathedral for PC and the Xbox Series X. The Forest Cathedral is a first-person environmental thriller set on a remote island. Play as a scientist Rachel Carson, players will slowly uncover the effects of the DDT. Oh, she's a pro wrestler? By using the an advanced environmental technology to solve 2D slash 3D connected puzzles in this dramatic reimagining of the Silent Spring. Sorry for the pause there. It's just the you DDT that, is a wrestling move. No, DDT is named after a rest. DDT is a wrestling move named after a very strong weed killer used in the 50s, 60s maybe even into the early 70s America. DDT is a, is a very, very nasty weed killer. Oh, okay. okay. Which I, I was co-opted to be used as a very deadly wrestling move. I think, yeah. I think I remember Jake the Snake Roberts telling us about the origins of how we got the DDT, and, and I remember that in the, bio, like the, the biography. You're, so. you're a Texan farmer, you told me last week. Surely you've got like a shed down at the bottom of the 100 acre with uh, full of DDT still. I've retired my farming life. Uh, you know, like after a couple of chickens came after me, I decided it was enough for me. Come to me, come to me, farming simulator. Give me the perfect map and some silage. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're hearing this and you want George to sing the Farm Simulator theme song, hit us up. You know, we will need to write take it that first. Money. But there yeah. you go. We will uh, gladly do that for you. Next okay. up, George, what you going? I'm going to pull out this absolute banger. It's Legend of Heroes: Trails to Azure on the PC, PS4, and Switch, March 14th. The special support section with more members and more cases to solve. How will this ragtag? group deal with the oncoming threats to Crossbell's political stability while maintaining the team's Foundation. Mm. I'm not saying that. That might be my mummy, mummy, that one. Mm. It's a JRPG, baby. Bring bring it. 
Yeah, ever since Harvestella, I'm a, I'm a new man. Or um, who was next? Valheim, <laughs> Xbox Series X, Xbox One, March 14th, a brutal exploration survival game for one to ten players. Set in a procedurally generated purgatory inspired by Viking culture. Battle, build, and conquer your way to a saga worthy of Odin's patronage. This next one. It's my mummy, mummy. Mm, I thought that would be. Although the one after is also, I don't know if you guys have seen it, and I think, Seb, you need to reach out and get a code for the old Steam Deck for this, because I think you'd like that. Uh, what, are you talking about River Tales? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so okay. who's taking dark pictures? I want the last one. I think, I, I think I'm think i going to read that one in a funny voice. Okay, well, I'll do dark pictures then, mm-hmm. and then we can end out in that way. So, yeah. Dark Pictures Switchback VR, PSVR 2. Let's make it my mummy, mummy, March 16th. Um, experience the thrill of the most nightmarish and horrifying VR roller coaster ride you've ever seen. Enhanced by the unique and innovative features of PSVR 2, and all set inside the sinister and terrifying world of the Dark Pictures franchise. Now, their last, well, their first PSVR 1 uh, game, which was again a VR roller coaster ride, was pretty cool. I didn't play the patient, the second one, um, but this looks like a return to form. Quite exciting. So, mm. yeah, it's my mamsie mamsie. Right, then we've got River Tales, Stronger Together, PC, March 16th. Uh, River Tales, Stronger Together is a 3D cooperative adventure platformer designed around an... A- 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 George, help. Asymmetrical. There we go. <laughs> what he said, asymmetrical co-op system. Teammates must work together to defeat end-of-level bosses and solve puzzles across a, a range of natural world environments. That does sound good, that. Mm. Sounds good, that. You like that one? Mm. Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, for the millions and millions of the UCT <laughs> fans around the world, we have WWE 2K23. No, you're rolling, shut your mouth, jabronis, because this game is coming to you <laughs> for the PC the PS5, the Xbox Series X, the PS4, and the X-Bone on March 17th, all the uh, all the way to you from around the world. This is WWE 2K23. is even stronger with expanded features, gorgeous graphics, and a deep roster of WWE superstars and legends, brother. 2K... <laughs> <laughs> Y'all made me laugh. Stop it. 2K show- showcases returns as an interactive spurt sports documentary featuring the 20-year career of John Cena and War Games is finally here. Y'all made me laugh. Y'all, y'all made me kill the bit here. Well, I thought no, you were going to say an interactive squirts documentary. I was like, oh, Seb, you've veered well off course yeah. here, pal. Um, yeah. But you pulled it back together. Mm-hmm. Now... Interesting mix. Not that busy, but I think it's a, a wide range of games. Thank you, Ray, mm. for bringing them down. Nice selection, Ray. Okay. Wayne Porter Bridges. That's what I'm talking about. He bought the millions. Um, we need to pick a Mummy Mummy DVD stroke VHS before mm-hmm. we let uh, Ray go. Uh, Seb, what's your Mummy Mummy VHS pick for the week? Or bootleg DVD, whichever you want it to be, friend. All right, and keeping up with um, the tradition of everything that's going on right now, I think I'm going to pick, um, I want to say, I think I'm going to pick WWE Backlash 2000, the pay-per-view, just because I'm feeling in the spirit right now of the WWE kind of things. This 
pay-per-view had it all. It had The Rock versus Triple H in the main event with you didn't know if Stone Cold was going to be there. This dude pops out. The crowd goes wild. He bashes everyone over the head with the steel chair. The Rock wins over Triple H. It was an amazing event. You should definitely check it out. I I will. In fact, I do believe I've seen it. And uh, and Ray has such an amazing catalog of historic WWE pay-per-views in his boot that you'd think he wouldn't have space for anything else. RGT, what's your Mummy Mummy VHS pick? Um, I just spoke about zombies quite a lot. I think I'm going to go for the Day of the Dead. I feel like a bit of a zombie movie night tonight. So, yeah, that'll get me. Mrs. RGT, little cuddle, bit of popcorn. Y'all, y'all aren't going to watch the Last of Us finale tonight. No, I watch that um, with some friends during the week. We all get together one okay. night and watch it. Yeah, so yeah, looking forward to that. But yeah, so just to okay. get in the mood, Dad. George, what's your boot? Your mumsy mumsy. The, the original the... Blues Brothers. Jake Ooh. and Elwood's tour across of America to raise money, save the orphanage they grew up in, culminating in a massive rhythm and blues show. Uh, and then the ensuing cop chase as they go to file their tax returns, I believe. Um, great movie, a little bit of fun. Everyone's happy with that. If you haven't seen it, thoroughly recommend it. Can't say enough good stuff about that movie. It's one of those things that you see as a kid, you hear the swear words and the car chases, and you think that's great. But then as an adult, you hear some of the other jokes, and you're like, yeah, it's, 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 it's an absolute banger. Uh, so that's that. And with that, I turn and even around. more so that that Soul Man song, man. Oh, mm. right. is that in Blue Soul one? Man? Yeah, I think that is, isn't it? I thought that was one, right? Mm. Community corrections. Community yeah. corrections. Let us know. Oh, can I just heads add on as well, a plate. Sorry to change the subject a bit, but anyone, um, as I've been doing my hidden gems, I've been doing a lot of more disc-based games, and I does anyone just send a Discord, or if you haven't joined Discord, jump on if you want me to do. Older stuff. If you want me to do some hidden gems, cartridges, you know, Mega Drive, SNES, let me know. If you want me to go that far back. Africa on the PS3. Well, yeah, we're not. mm, Yeah, whatever. You aren't going to pick that up for under 10 bucks. Um, (laughs) (laughs) You might. You might get Fine. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, so if anyone wants me to go even older, go right back. Yeah, I can do, you know, any old cartridge games. Or about even there's Atari 7800 if you want me to even go that far. So, go, or what, arcade. God. If you've got MAME, I can probably find you some games on there. But, yeah, just let me know. Jump in the Discord, let me know. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Well, looking around, all I see is some black sludge on the floor. I guess Ray got caught by the BTs, baby. Um, couldn't have been that good for him. Um, I didn't even hear Wayne Ray whimper, so we might not even see both <laughs> of those next week. There ain't no coming back from the BTs, baby. Um, with all that said and done, everybody knows, and, and Odd as, as a grown man has got himself crammed in that little tyke's car I mentioned at the top of the show, and I think he's going to have to get cut out by the Farmerton Fire Station. <laughs> uh, who would have thought that from a plastic toy? Um, keep it together just for one minute, Odders. Twist that fake toy radio up a little bit, Let's ask these gentlemen, what are you hoping to play? And we'll go to RGT for a starter for 10. What are you hoping to play this gaming week, friend? Uh, be some more legacy. Hopefully I'm going to, I'm sort of mainline a bit now, so hopefully going to get that 
done and dusted. Um, I was doing a lot of side missions, but I've, I've actually got to the stage I'm quite enjoying the story, so I'm just going to mainline it and get that done, I think. Um, I've got a serious backlog of games, which I need to be getting on with. I have also, because um, I've only dabbled with the Mass Effect games in the past. I've never <gasps> played them through. Yeah. Um, so I've downloaded the, uh, the Legendary Edition. Yeah, Mass Effect Legendary Edition. We got yeah. that. On, we mm-hmm. got that on PS Plus, didn't we? So I've downloaded mm-hmm. that ready, and I've also got my Mass Effect strategy guide, a Mass Effect two and three strategy guides oh, ready. You're oh. gonna need it on two. You're gonna so, need it on two. I think I'm gonna get go deep into those. I think after after Legacy, I'm really looking forward to playing those. So yeah, that's probably what they're gonna be the main ones for this week. I think. Okay, Seb, what are you gonna? Uh, what are your fingers gonna tickle across that controller with this week? Man, I'm gonna be busy, busy, busy. We um, I'm swamped with reviews on redacted, 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 redacted. But like, I got a lot of reviews coming up. Um, I am going to be playing a lot of Doomed to Hell. Um, though that game is absolutely Ooh, yeah. amazing and it has its hooks into me right now. Um, I'm a do the same thing as y'all try to polish off um a couple of the last like final side missions in um Hogwarts Legacy and then. I will probably be playing a little bit of the WWE 2K23. I can give you my impressions on it um, next week. I've um, gotten to a point where I think I've hit the wall on Wulong Fallen Dynasty, though, so I don't think I'm going to play that anymore. But You're done with yeah. it? What yeah, made think- you think that you were done with it? Is it the yeah. gameplay style? Is it the difficulty level? Is it the controls? What is it that's causing you to fall off? A little bit of everything. I think um, what really caused me to fall off is like the characters and the story really aren't very interesting. You know, even though it is more of a linear like experience than a a traditional FromSoft game, this game still doesn't really have a great story. It just feels it almost feels like an anime where they forgot the story. It's just like where they do like a lot of like cool over the top anime cutscenes, and they really don't flesh out a lot of the characters around it. Because, like, a lot of these characters fit that stereotypical, like, almost, like, anime tropes where you have, like, a large large guy who's larger than life, a large guy who's, like, extremely meek. You have, like, a a couple of anime girls in there as well. It's, like, but none of it feels like it has, like, a substance behind it. And then the the game kind of, like, takes a extreme, like, it dips in between, like, highs and lows of difficulty. Like, when you're playing just a outside of anything other than the boss fights everything feels almost relatively like easy and simple but like you get to the boss fight that difficulty spikes is egregiously like Mm. high so i'm like i don't think this is a game that is a well polished experience of a 10 out of 10 or even like a 8 out of uh, like 8 out of 10 i think this is a straight 7 but for people who like the firm self games i think you'll enjoy Mm. this but yeah, I'm I'm doing that, and then I have a, well, um, I have a couple of creator interview, um, creator interviews for the single player experience. Where like recently, I interviewed the first civilian to test the play, te- basically a play tester behind the Xbox Series X, and what it was like for him to be like his first day on the job of like playing the Xbox Series X before it came out to like oh, public nice. consumption. So that's like cool. that, yeah, yeah, that's so very cool. Yeah, so um, I have that um, interview coming up this week. You can look forward to it, um, I believe, this Wednesday. But, like, yeah, I, but, like, he and I also played a couple a couple of games, and we do a deep dive discussion as well that comes out this Thursday as well. So I hope one of those games that. was, like, Rise. 
<laughs> no, no. Um, we we talk about some of the Xbox exclusives that came out like immediately as the Xbox, um, and the Xbox like 360 came out and the Xbox One came out. So it was like it's almost like an Xbox show, so to speak, where we talk about some of the Xbox exclusives that people were sleeping on. But if you want, a, if you want a, if you want a quick round robin on the history of Xbox, said you need to go check out the history of the original Xbox where me and Bobby time traveled to the actual launch in Times Square. Probably one of the best episodes that this show Brilliant has ever show, done. Yeah. Brilliant show. Yeah. You, you, you need to you need to play him that. I like that. Serenade like him that. from the bedside. Stroke his hair, play that, let him fall asleep. Knowing the history of this show, be asleep before the title's even finished. So he'd be sure. <laughs> Narcole- Narcolepsy in podcast form. Unbelievable. <laughs> There's nah, how you build nah. up a show and you smash a show down in seconds. Yeah. Uh, sure. Okay. So everyone go check out Seb's work. You know where he is. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. The single player experience podcast. You can check me out there and I'm going to be posting some of the indie game recommendations in the discord. So be on the lookout for that. That's there. what we want to mm-hmm. see. That's the main event. That's the ticket. That's the adding value to the discord that they can't get anywhere else. Uh, RGT, obviously some of your nip slip picks. Where can they find you? Uh, yeah, find me on, well, I'm on Instagram as Retro Gamer Thomas. <laughs> Nip um, slip pics. Yeah. Um, I just caught that. Technically, they'll be disappointed if they're looking for my nip slip pics. Um, they will just find hidden gems. <laughs> George is gone. Um, the nip slip pics are the hidden gems, are you? Yeah. So, well, that's so, the thing yeah, about a nip slip. That, that covert, you don't even know. You didn't, you, yeah. I don't even know anymore. That didn't no. make but yeah, jump on the, if, if you haven't come on the Discord, jump on the Discord because I've listed all my hidden gems on there. There's mini reviews of each game's price guide. Yeah. So everyone I do on the show, they'll all be listed there. Um, and yeah, just come on, jump on, come chat to us, come chat the brilliant community we've got on there. Um, and yeah, just a fun place to be. I'll keep working through my mismatch of games. God knows whatever takes my fancy this afternoon. It might be some PS3. It might be some VR. Who even knows anymore? Africa. I just, <laughs> it's going to be a simulator, everyone. It's going to be farming simulator just to let me chill down a little bit, you know, get in the international, set it on cruise. Oh, listen to some Florida Georgia line. There isn't really. Obviously, dead babs. Pop in, see Deb's Babs. Have a yeah. DP. Yeah, grab the Dolly Parton CD off the shelf. Perfect. You know, couldn't ask so much more. Uh, and and probably on that note, before we delve too deep into DP territory, I should say that's all we have time for this week. Listeners, as always, thank you for your time. I look forward to the pleasure of speaking to you again next week. Until then, happy gaming. And remember, there's nothing wrong with being given an official controller. It's what you do with it that counts. See you guys. Bye. 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 